Hey, Tilly. Yes, Luke? If Scott Steiner became a religious leader, what was it? What would his name be? I don't know. Big Papa Pope. (laughs) (laughs) On this week's another traditional citizen, we will talk about news of the week, roadblock predictions. Does the Illuminati run the WWE? We will talk about Office Christmas Party and the first ever episode of Shut Eye. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 62, 62, 62, 62 of another digital citizen, 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 citizen. If you wonder if there's an echo, 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 there isn't, but hi, uh, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Hi, Luke. Why are you, e- why are you echoing, Fro? Um... Because I wanted to do uh, another kind of intro than the usual one. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. the only freaking reason. All right. And because it's cold outside, so let's blame that. It is. It's cold here too. Yeah. It's. Uh, uh, you, you don't beat Norway. Uh, yeah, that's true. I said that last week. I was like, it, we got snow here, and I thought about it afterwards. I was like. Frost doesn't care. He gets snow all the time. It doesn't matter. To, throw. <laughs> to, to me, <laughs> snow is like that's a, a once in a blue moon kind of thing that I hardly ever get. Yeah. I have and ice I, rain right now. Ice rain and sleet. That's always fun. That's yeah. no, not nearly as fun as snow. And when I get snow, I get like, oh, this white thing, we have uh, nine out of 12 months. Right. Uh, and that is a little too much. But uh, I was kind of making it. Uh, happy belated birthday, Talim. Thank you. Hey, Fro. Hey, Luke. Hey, everybody. Happy birthday, Talim. Yeah. Uh, I have heard some rumors uh, that you had a birthday party on Saturday. Yeah, those, the rumors are true. It definitely happened. Uh, how much of it do you remember? Um, well, I remember the different places that I went to. I didn't have like a, a time where I was like, oh my God, we went there. 
I didn't have any of that, but I don't think I remember the whole party because yeah. I think we were in the pub for a long time. We got into town where all the bars were and everywhere was starting to shut. I was like, what? We've been at the pub for that long? <laughs> <laughs> so how hangover were you? Because I've seen some Facebook uh, updates after your birthday that you maybe slept for a little while. Well... The uh, Sunday I woke up, the, my actual birthday, I woke up at about half seven in the evening. Yep. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd slept <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> so I've woke up when... That's a, that's uh, a bit. Yeah. Well, um, Dick did the same. We pretty much sort of, we went, stayed at his because we went into town and he lives near a town. And we sort of woke up at his, went, Ugh, uh, we need to go to my house. Oh, no. Oh God, what do we do? So we had to run to the shop and get like Lucas Aid and Coca Cola and lots of other sugary things. And yeah, headed back to mine and pretty much just ordered a take. I went back to bed. <laughs> yeah. Rather hungover. Sounds like a uh, perfect birthday. Oh, it was amazing. I had a princess dress on and a princess crown and went into the middle of my little hometown and I was the only one that was dressed anything like that so it was great fun i was just dancing around twirling around in the middle of the dance floor it was great <laughs> so other than the most uh, famous uh, oven in the whole wild world whatever uh, else did you get for your birthday well some of my presents i haven't actually got yet because i left them at the pub where my party was ah! going to town <laughs> <laughs> but I know, okay. what, I know what one of what, them is because she told what me. What did you forget on on what did you forget in your uh, your uh, place? Um, well, as we know, I got my oven, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. But the day that I got my oven, my kettle broke. Oh no! So, yeah, and being British, I like you know eight cups of tea a day. And yeah. Now, you know, I, I was using a saucepan on the hob of my new oven, but then I burnt my hand, so I don't want to do that anymore. Oh. So, yeah, when asked what do I want for my birthday, I said, well, I don't really need anything except my kettle's just broken. My friend turned up to a party with a really big box and said, don't get too excited, it's only a kettle. <laughs> but I got really excited because I really <laughs> and then needed a kettle. you got really excited. Yeah, right. oh, my God, I can have cups of tea. But, yeah, my parents have gone to pick my presents up and everything for me. So they're okay. safe, but they're at my parents'. <laughs> so uh, you don't actually know what you got them for your birthday? No, my neighbour, huh. that's a very close friend, was going to lend me his, um, you know, the tins that you use when you make cupcakes with the twelve right. indents. He was going to lend me one of those, but instead he just bought me a really, really, really good one and wrapped oh, it up and gave it to me. So I've had that and right. a bottle yeah. of rum off Dick's mum. Yeah, uh, do you know what spice. you got? Lots of kit- kitchenware, it seems. <laughs> yeah, kitchenware and rum. <laughs> that's yeah. that's uh, my life. Oh, that goes in the kitchen as well. Yeah. <laughs> do you they know what you got? They all want cakes. <laughs> do you know what you got for, from your parents? Ah, yes. I've completely forgotten to mention this. My mum has spent, I think, the best part of a year knitting me, uh, well, crocheting me, some um, covers for my sofas. That are oh. all multicolored squares, and oh my god, it's so oh, it's so soft and lovely, and I can they're so big that I can move them around and change my sofa completely, like the colours of it. And your and dad? 
Well, uh, they uh, they do presents together, really. He helped a lot <laughs> with the party and things. No, no, with my party and things. <laughs> he. Uh... I was like, that's uh, not the uh, <laughs> not the really male thing to do. I mean, no. I know I know men that knits, but um, they well, are not, not married. Those. They are not married to girls to say it that way. Yes. No, my dad's more yeah. of a he's an artist, he paints things a lot. Ah. So I've got a lot of his artwork in my house. Cool. <laughs> it's uh, good artwork, but, uh, it's not just oh my dad did it, so I've put it on the wall. It's really, really good. You. you have to explain one thing that I have been wondering all freaking week about. Why do you allow Nazis? Well, <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Um, America allows Nazis, uh, well, at least the KKK, to do rallies and stuff. We allow it too. So really, yeah. You've you haven't seen the KKK still does you know marches and stuff. It's called free speech. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. We don't have that here now. <laughs> well, we don't anyway. Right. <laughs> not, as a, not as a rule, but no. Um, this is to do with the group National Action. That mm-hmm. are a neo-Nazi, you know, white skinhead bunch of arseholes kind of people. Um, the ones that were shouting and screaming and really happy because Brexit has ha- the Brexit vote happened, so we can get all of the other races out of this country, which was not what it was about. Right. Um, yeah, they've basically they've been around for a bit. I hadn't. I'd heard national action being used as you know we want national action but not mm-hmm. as an actual group i wasn't fully aware of these guys but um they've now probably like a dual term that they used uh you know it, among yeah, their members there was, and stuff like that yeah there was the bmp there was um oh what was the other one that was massive i'm not gonna remember it now but yeah there was another one they they change their names really often basically these kind of groups mm-hmm. but um They've been putting up posters across Liverpool and Newbury, declaring them white zones. And the slogan on their website is death to traitors, freedom for Britain, which was the only Mm. statement that was given in court by um, Joe Cox's murderer. (sighs) Which, you know, remember that. Um, Yeah, yeah, they have banners and things that say Hitler was right and um, the disease of international Jewry, (laughs) which I'm guessing is (laughs) being a Jew and... Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Worst failed words ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, They're obviously they, coming straight from the uh, German Nazi tradition, it seems like, the, at yeah. least. but Definitely. They'll, they'll all own a copy of Mein Kampf, and that will be their their bibble. Them being um, involved in the whole Joe Cox thing, uh, I did not know about that. Uh, even when we covered it, I don't remember... Uh, hearing about that but that that's interesting yeah well they've i think as they've grown they've um sort of become more known and less secretive but yeah right. now they're um being declared as a terrorist group and as of what's the date of it that it's going to come in um cause the home secretary amber rudd has said that there is no place in British society for these guys. I 100% agree, and anybody that disagrees should be in the same group as them and sod off. You want all this lot, go and buy yourself an island, live on it, and we won't go anywhere near you. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> just my personal right. opinion. As soon as your as soon as your group starts killing people, you're yeah, that's terrorism. So yeah. there you go. And yeah. you know, and inciting it as well and just blah. Anyway. Um I've just lost the bit that I was looking for now. I found it. Basically there's new legislation. There's doing legislation now where they, anybody wearing their t-shirts, their emblems, their symbols, anybody that are part of national action, it will be classed as a crime and we ain't having it. In the simplest yeah. of terms, there's now there's going to be new legislation specifically for this saying that, oh, that was it, National Front. National Front was the other one from like right. 90s. Now it's National Action. Right, it probably just changed change the name. That was uh, that's actually an interesting point. Can they just change the name of it and be like, yeah. no, we're not them anymore. Yeah, so we're not banned anymore. Probably what's <laughs> going to happen. But they've now um, it's the first far right group to ever be on the terrorism list. Right. In the UK, I don't know about it the says rest of the world. But... Terrorism Act of two thousand. So it's only this uh, terrorism act has only been around for so long. Yeah. Uh, Guessing probably because of the train bombings, more than likely. Is that? Uh, that, that makes sense. That was two thousand and five, seven seven. Okay. Um, Terrorist Act of two thousand. I wonder what that is from. Hmm, interesting. There were there, there smaller attacks, but like around the world in the UK, it's kind of gone. Oh, we've been getting some threats, so here we go. <laughs> it's more the. I think it probably to do with more the threats and the dangers and things. Right. Right. Mm, probably. Or maybe a backlash the, from IRA. Then again, uh, talking about uh, strange things that has happened in the world. Here in Norway, we uh, we eat a lot of reindeers. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, and we have a lot of reindeers as well. And uh, they have uh, become... Uh, stars in a new show based on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I Shrunk the Livestock. (laughs) (laughs) And it's called Honey, I Shrunk the Livestock. No, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, uh, according to a new thing that's out, uh, reindeers are shrinking due to climate change. Or the fact that their population's increased. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there are like there are too many reindeers in Norway, like no joke. Well, this year we so, uh, something killed off a bunch of them, but we yeah. covered that. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, covered that. But, I, wanna, uh, I wonder if there... this has anything to do with it, but um, it is kind of interesting how so much reindeer news about uh, them kind of know. dying off in Norway right now. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. It is. But then you say there's a lot of reindeer in Norway. Yeah. So maybe... Okay. And, 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 and see how, how, how I like try to guide things over to another thing. Talking about... Oh, well, first, I, I actually found oh. something about the Terrorism Act of 2000, and you were right, Tilly. It says, uh, the aim to make provisions about terrorism and make temporary provisions for Northern Ireland about the prosecution and pu- punishment of certain offences. So, yes, yeah. it was about Northern Ireland. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because people couldn't get anything for um, all the bombings that happened. There was no, no justice for them, no, like, help or anything happened. So, yeah, it's 
legislation put through for that. Makes sense. And talking about things that should be shrinking was my next sentence. That was the thing I was going to say. Uh, the FBI and the CIA. Oh, we got to go go back one story, bro. Oh, there we are. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> yep. Luke keeps keeps my eyes on where I am. On the prize. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, Luke. Uh, no, it's all good. But, uh, uh, Obama orders uh, a review into Russian hacking before the U.S. election. So how long time ago was this? Uh, he did this Thursday or no, Friday. Friday is when this happened. Um, uh, that's and so Obama basically just came out and said he wanted a report, a full report on uh, all the behind the scenes, like what kind of um proof they have you know what i mean and and what it entails because they're i mean even he obviously knows as much as we do and we know bub kiss about this right. so um That's that was interesting and that happened friday and then the next story uh which you were saying that, earlier I, I am i completely stupid if you did it friday that's not before the u.s election no but the hacking was no, on oh, Friday is when action. he or, okay. on Friday is when he ordered the review <laughs> of the Russian hacking, and he wants the review before the U.S. election is over. Right, but so it before is Donald so. Trump gets put into office. Ah, okay. no, it's not because the uh, uh, the electoral college has not voted yet, bro. That's the whole thing. Ah, uh, okay. And that is kind of the thing about this is. Uh, the Electoral College does have the ability to vote for whoever they want. And, um, well, we'll get into it in a second. But I think it was Saturday uh, or Friday night, uh, later Friday, uh, the FBI uh, or the Washington Post came out with an article that said that the CIA had given them secret information. Some unnamed sources gave them secret <laughs> information. That's quality journalism. Right yeah, yeah, backed up by those unnamed sources. We know that they're telling the truth. Because yep. that's why they were named. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> secret information that you can't, they can't say. Uh, um, that the CIA knew that Vladimir Putin was specifically targeting our election to get Donald Trump in. Um, and... Later that weekend, the FBI did, uh, they did a, I think it was the what, the FBI head, he did a review with uh, a group of officials and basically said that they didn't have any evidence to support anything that the CIA said. So the CIA and the FBI are basically butting heads on this whole thing, which is really strange. Well, that is odd, if it's to do with Russian hacking. Yeah. Um, well, the FBI is more uh, based in evidence. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they're more based <laughs> in like a police police style get evidence and then make a determination by the CIA. The CIA is basically known to lie. Uh, the CIA is basically, <laughs> that's what they do professionally, is lie. <laughs> so, um, yeah. These are the same... These are the same people yeah. that uh, this is the same kind of situation that got us into the Iraq war. 
they were like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, there's definitely uh, these weapons of mass destruction. Uh, yep, for sure. And there were no weapons of mass destruction. This is the same scenario, except, yep, definitely got hacked, for sure. And then we're in a war, and they're like, oh, wait, no, that's really. <laughs> I already I mean, see it, it happening, but. It sounds a little like CIA is playing Yahtzee. Like, the CIA had some policies, and they, they, they're like, yeah, if if it's over three, we say this. And if we, we, we <laughs> if the die is under well, three, we say a, this. This is a secretive, unnamed uh, official giving secret information from a secret review the CIA did. So we right. don't actually know if this is coming from the CIA or somebody who saw the review. It could be coming from somebody who was given the review uh, by the CIA. So it, this, all this could not be coming from the CIA at all. Um, yeah. Or it could, but be, it could be made up. Yeah. That's yeah, it. I could say, told. hey, I, I well, know this secret thing from the secret place with the secret stuff. With the secret <laughs> One thing that did come out that we know is that there was some type of secret meeting before the election even happened uh, that a whole bunch of uh, congressmen, senators, and whatnot they knew, All had sex. they were they were briefed about this uh, Democrats and Republicans they were briefed that there were by the CIA apparently that these Russian hacks were happening and certain people they say um, stopped it from getting into the public uh, specifically for whatever reason to not uh, mess with the election and other people wanted it to go it- public and then this it kind of goes public by itself, so I would kind of assume it's probably one senator or a congressman or somebody putting it out there who saw it from this briefing, and wow. this all kind of reminds me of Brain Dead. I was just yeah, thinking honestly. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, yep. Is it just if, me or yeah? Sorry, you go. Well, I was just going to say, if the CIA know something, surely they. The FBI, being the Federal Bureau of Investigation, would then investigate it and find out if it was right. <laughs> that is in there. Yeah, not really. They're kind of uh, the left hand and the right hand, and it. But it's they're on a body where the brain doesn't function. <laughs> that's kind of how it is. So they both just go the same way all the time. So they never. Yeah, touch. They, or they they have no they have no concept of each other, and they're doing separate things all the time. They have no coordination. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I think secret is is going to be like a kind of a, a, a red line through things we are going to talk about today, because like the, uh, the thing Tilda did is about secrets. The main topic is about secrets, and our uh, new show is about secrets. There's that, that uh, there is a lot of secrets in this show. Yeah, That's even true. the uh, roadblock results are secrets at the minute. Yep. <laughs> we have a lot of secret things. It's all super but, secret. Uh, but, uh, okay, once and for all, Luke, you have to explain to me, and I, I never understood this. What is the U.S. Electoral College? So, remember when we were doing uh, election night and they were giving a certain number of electoral votes to each state to for yes. people to win those states yes the electoral college is made up of those people that got those votes so so each one of those numbers each one of those states is a person and those people okay. make up the electoral college 
But where are they? Like, is it the building or? No, it's all over the country, and yeah. So those and outside people the country, that I guess, too. that that kind of got elected, like those those votes or whatever you can call them, human beings. Okay. They are going to vote one time, right? Uh, yes. So here's the thing. This is the reason the Electoral College exists. So I think this is what you're yeah. not understanding. Uh, this is the reason Donald Trump is elected, even though Hillary Clinton got more votes, is because oh, the Electoral yeah. College is made up in individual states. That way people win states, and the person with the uh, higher Electoral College vote in per state wins that state. And the person who gets uh, the 270, that's what we were talking about, that's why Donald Trump got it, got the presidency person who gets up above that electoral college line that's the person who gets uh the presidency not the popular vote because of how gigantic america is and how populous certain areas are so if so we do were we to know but, but yeah. because no, certain know? areas no. are so populous uh yeah. if we didn't if we did it by popular vote by state uh it would go one way all the time because the most right. populous areas are New York, L.A., you know what I mean? So right. So, do we know who those members are? Yes. They're all elected officials. Into what kind of... Uh, You're going to have to do your own research on this, bro, because it's not really complicated, but it uh, all it has to do with is these people are elected to represent their district in the states. When that district uh, votes one way or another in the popular vote, that elector is not necessarily bound, but they're supposed to vote with their constituents. The Electoral College was put in place by the founding fathers just in case a crazy person got elected and the Electoral College had a reason. They, could, they have the ability to say, no, we're not putting Kim, Kim Jong-un in, in as our president. <laughs> <laughs> or Donald Trump. All right. Or if, or we, if, or if we uh, elected Bodie McBoatface, they would be like, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> I think I get it. Yes. I'm relating so, it a bit to British politics, but it's, I know. Goes no, back, I, I'm understanding. It goes, it back, it I, I'm goes just... all the way back to the concept of separation of powers. This even in, in our uh, society, the people don't necessarily have 100% power to vote in um, a president or any official because there's always checks and balances at some point. Uh, right. Yes, exactly. Okay, let's move on. Uh, oh, we, we got to go into this because the story oh. we're, we set up for that for was uh, oh, the U.S. Electoral College. I think it was like a quarter of them. They have demanded. Uh, so they want some kind of info on this Russian hacking. They before they go to the uh, go to vote for the president. They want to go. Okay, did we get cheated? <laughs> like, who are? What are we voting for here? Is what they want to know. And they don't have any info on is this Russian stuff real? Like, where where's the proof? You've given us nothing as far as proof uh, goes. So uh, they don't really know what they're voting for at this point. So there's a lot of them that are very upset about that. 
Um, Hooray! People Which, that yeah. don't know what they're voting for and they've actually got the power to say, uh, no, we want some information first. Right. <laughs> oh, uh, but if you look back at it and think about it, why weren't they saying this in the primary when uh, we know Hillary was cheating? That's what these emails were all about. The, these Russian hacked emails was that Hillary cheated in the primary and we're going, oh my gosh, somebody cheated in an election. We better figure oh. it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the emails that were released. That's the person who cheated. Maybe the Russians weren't on it too. But we already have proof of one of them. Why are we not discussing this? Oh, it drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, okay, now let's move on then. We have uh, an email address that's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Or as Tilly says it. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. We have a Facebook group. Uh, search for another digital citizen on Facebook. You can come and join us. Uh, if your uh, name is uh, Michael and and you have blocked me, I'm not sure how long you're going to stay on that Facebook group. Hint, hint. <laughs> still uh, not been in touch. No. Oh. Why don't you just have me message him, Fro? I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, should we message him? him? We we'll message him together and say, "Um, right. what's yep. the deal?" <laughs> message him though, because uh, he yeah, adds uh, good content to the page. I mean, I like his posts, I, so I don't I, want you to uh, just delete him because because of your own personal bias. Because because yeah, I know. I'm just telling you. Rose like my patient. Uh, my patience is pretty long, but. Maybe forever. he just doesn't pay attention when you're saying these things on the podcast, or maybe he's not hasn't oh. listened to the last podcast. So, well, I'm giving him another chance then, because I'm a nice person. Have you watched anything on TV this week, Luke? Uh, yeah, I watch some stuff. I guess. Um... I watch some <laughs> stuff. I guess. I got okay. updated on Survivor. I watched a few episodes of that, like three episodes of that. Um, uh-huh. There, I posted it, but it got taken down. But uh, there was a MSNBC did a thing uh, with Bernie Sanders um, in Wisconsin. So in basic, they called it uh, San- Bernie Sanders in Trump Country because it was him with uh, doing kind of a uh, panel with four Trump voters. And it was really interesting, worth checking out. It was like 45 minutes um, okay. talking about why they voted for Donald Trump and other things like that. Um, saw some of the White Rabbit Project. I think I saw three episodes. Yeah. Uh, Did you like not it? Su- not super impressed. Nope. Uh, it's a little cheesy. I don't like the parts where they're sitting in the chairs. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? That so just feels much. disjointed from the rest of the show, kind of. Um, yep. I saw some what is Fuller this? House season two of I, Fuller. Oh, White, White Rabbit Project. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, it's 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 uh, Mythbusters uh, uh, without uh, the two Mythbusters. That was Mythbusters. The right, it just has the sidekicks so Terry yeah. uh, Grant and uh, Terry and, Grant. and the worst. Who am I forgetting? Uh, yeah. The tall guy, whatever his name is. But yeah, uh, they have their own show on Netflix. 
and the it's world. interesting, but it's it's very Mythbusters e, but I wouldn't call it like Mythbusters in oh, any way. Oh, it's not okay. even close, Luke. It's not even close. Well, they do kind of Mythbustery things, but they do. I know, but uh, but it's done in a to- totally different way. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and, uh, and it's it's supposed to be like the way they they score things makes no freaking sense. If you watch the first episode, for example, Tilly, they discovered that, or they talk about superpowers. So right. they have superpowers. They have, yes, and and they are going to test uh, superpowers in three criteria, and the the one that wins is not really a superpower because what? yeah, mind because it's the guy with the machine wins. on his back, right? Because it's and, in, and yeah. another one is they're they're like an exoskeleton, which that's uh, not a superpower either. No. But but so I guess they're kind sick. of stretching it because they're they're just thinking Iron Man. So Iron Man has both of those things, but he's a human. So but he's a superhero. See what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. And Batman as well. You know, he doesn't have thing. a jet jet pack, but yeah, I, I see. No, what but he has his, he has all of his <laughs> things. He's a normal guy. So you're not a super hero really i don't think if you're not like spider-man superman you know if you have to put a suit on or use a fancy car yeah you're just like a james bond type yeah the thing is though it's so bad that i have seen two episodes and i don't think i'm going to see the rest there's so much uh, good tv on right now that it's going to go on the back burner for me as well yeah I I have no interest in, in continuing watching it. It's, it's I may see it if I run out of TV at some point, but it, you know it's on Netflix. I pay the subscription, yep. so I'm yeah. Yeah. But another thing on Netflix I saw, uh, Fuller House, season two. Why? That. why? I don't know why. Because it's a part of my childhood, and I just it's like oh. just can't get away. It's like wrestling. I just keep watching wrestling. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I just do. Um, and then the last wrestling thing I found out. What? Wrestling is entertainment. Right. It's really bad. But it's it's kind of like, it's one of those shows that, like, I don't have to pay attention to it, so I can be doing the dishes and it'll be on in the background. I don't have to, like, know what's going on in the storyline. I, I don't really care that I'm watching it so much. So There is no um, storyline. Uh, to a degree, there is. It, really, if you go back into the origin story of uh, Full House, it's kind of dark, because the lady dies in a car crash. Mm-hmm kid's parent is dead and then they have to be raised by three men yeah it's kind of strange um but the last thing uh i found out this week i guess it came out and i don't know if this is 100 percent confirmed but on carl pilkington's facebook page somebody asked him if there was going to be a season three of the moaning of life and he said no so oh yep damn it yeah a little sad so unless something weird happens, but it, it sounds like it's not happening, so. Yeah, other than the white rabbit uh, thing that we talked about, uh, I've seen CSI Miami from the beginning because I didn't have anything to watch this week. <laughs> I think I've seen a lot of CSI Miami. Yeah. Like it's all with the ratio Mi- in it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the original CSI is okay, and so CSI New York is pretty damn good, bad to be honest. 
CSI Cyber is the worst. And I think actually CSI Miami is the best of three. It's the one I got introduced to CSI on. Yeah. Pretty much. There was CSI Miami, it was all new episodes. And then I think there was old episodes of the first CSI after it or something. Right. But yeah, I, I, it was my hugely guilty pleasure when I was sort of 18 to 23. <laughs> and there's some right. stuff there I, I haven't seen. So it's 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 okay entertainment. And since I, I really don't have anything like clear to watch this uh, time of year, I, I have done my uh, two and a half man marathon. I watched every fucking episode of that show. Uh. And I, I still don't know why. Uh, <laughs> it's a little like when I I first begin, I can't stop. So yeah, uh, that's on the and, level of Fuller House. That show for sure. They're like oh, right on that, the same level as CSI. I wouldn't. They're all kind of B shows when you think about it. But yeah, yeah, it's not the best thing ever. But what I downloaded and uh, I'm pretty. Uh, uh, high on, and I don't think this show gets enough uh, praise. And I can't wait for the reboot, remake, whatever it's going to be. Uh, is Will and Grace? Oh, I used to love Will and Grace. Me too. I remember I do get watching it when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, Will and Grace is amazing. And I've seen season one of Will and Grace this week. So. Yeah, I couldn't name, like, a specific episode that that I like, so I wouldn't say that show was, like, hugely uh, put into my brain as a show I loved when it was on, but Mm. I don't know. It is very entertaining, though. Yeah. And lastly, I have to say that I watched Saturday Night Live with John Cena. Uh, How was he? I saw that was on, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty meh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do it. Watch the TV. Hello. Hello. Oh. I'm here. But I didn't hear what you said. I said, "Do have you watched any TV?" Ah, that's why I didn't hear you. Then. Yes, I've watched TV. Of course, I've watched TV. It's not movies. Um, <laughs> Hold on, listeners. We're going to talk about that soon. Yeah, I just thought, you know, nice little link for later. Um, I've what Total Divas, obviously, because I'm a female wrestling fan, and that's that has to be done. And it's getting to the bits where uh, Paige has got with Alberto Del Rio now, and obviously yeah. we knew that had happened. And I kind of wanted to. I just I want to see the tattoo. <laughs> I'm <laughs> waiting to see her tattoo. Of his not even real name on her. Um, But in British television, on the BBC, British TV this week, I'll start with um, something that's not quite so comedy-ish. There's a new drugs brap... Drugs brap? No. Drugs map of Britain. (laughs) It's hard to say fast. There's a new drugs brap. Yeah. Okay, whatever a drugs brap is. Oh, yeah, maybe it's a really amusing party if you're a bystander. Um, this time they're in Newcastle with their super strong ecstasy, uh, the MDMA powder. 
and that I found. I've watched all of them. This is like the latest one. I don't know how often they're bringing them out. Is it like once a month or something? There's always big gaps. But um, yeah, they go to Newcastle where there's a lot of people that are not well. They haven't got the greatest amount of money, and you know they can't afford to be looking to get a house while they're young or anything like that. So they just go out and they party and they party hard. They don't drink. They just do this ecstasy stuff and they follow them around they're watching them doing their dabs or snorting it or whatever and they meet up with some um, students that have taken the initiative to start selling I think I don't think they're telling them out for free drugs testing kits so you can tell whether what you've bought is what they've told you it is because of the amount of deaths of you know people going buying something thinking it's something else taking the wrong dosage of it and dying that was very interesting And a little bit sad, but it wasn't as sad as like the um, spice one or the heroin one. On a lighter note, there's a new series on the BBC called Sexy Murder. <laughs> okay. Oh, that is a lighter this. note. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sexy murder. Murder. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's a comedy <laughs> yeah. though. Okay. And it's sort of a. It's following this guy that's trying to... I think he's some kind of solicitor or something like that. And he's looking into this case to try and help get this guy off from something that he's not even accused of doing. It's him that's accused him, sort of thing. It stars a guy that's in the Mighty Boosh called Rich Fulcher, who I adore. I just find him hilarious anyway. He plays Bob Fossil in the um, Mighty Boosh. And it's his, his series. And it's just really silly and funny but in a good way he doesn't go too far with it it's not like full on slapstick it's just sort of you know who who would normally be accused of this kind of crime so they look into it and they look into who it could be and then when they find a guy that matches the thing it turns out that he also matches the categories for somebody that would definitely be um, accused for a crime that he hadn't done so they start trying to prove this guy's innocence, even though they haven't found anything guilty of this woman disappearing. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not doing it much justice, but it's worth a watch. Um, yeah. yeah. By, by your months. description, I was like, oh, that doesn't really sound interesting. <laughs> no, I'm not very good at this, to be fair. Just watch it. I'm sure after another episode. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that sounds boring. <laughs> it's sort of it's one of those following a cop drama type things but right. it's a comedy and it's just taking the mickey out of all of it and how him being there makes everything worse for this guy that hasn't done anything at all have you ever watched castle by the way castle no yeah i think you would actually like that tv show Why? that sounds a little like yeah, because it sounds exactly like the thing you described. Castle's not a comedy, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh. Oh, okay. Drama uh, comedy. It's, yeah, it's kind of a comedy. It has comedic elements. I wouldn't call it a comedy comedy. Uh, I wouldn't call it comedy either. But uh, <laughs> what she she described, I wouldn't call it comedy either. So. Well, I can't give away all the jokes because the best ones are the ones that I'd tell you and they're the ones that are going to ruin the whole thing if you watch it. Okay, okay, so you can okay. either have my crap, crap rendition, or you can watch it and actually see. Um, Walliams and friend I love you is anyway. back. <laughs> I love you too, anyway. Fro. Right. Walliams and friend is back. 
mm-hmm. which hopefully I'll do better justice, which is David Williams and Sheridan Smith this week, which is a girl that was in um, Two Pints of Lager, a packet of crisps, the blonde one, oh, Garrett, in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. After she's done all of her tours, because she's been in loads of um, West End in London shows. Yeah. Like Legally Blonde and stuff. But now she's the uh, best. Really and like it's hilarious. One of the sketches, mm. they're Barbie and Ken. And if you can imagine mm. her done up like Barbie, <laughs> and then David Walliams done up like Ken, sitting in oh Barbie's God. dream house. She's like, well, I've always wanted to be Barbie, and now I get to tonight. <laughs> it's oh. hilarious. Well worth it. Okay. Um, and then it's still on the BBC for in like on their little comedy thing. As it's Christmas and all the series are stopping, they've put mm-hmm. up Andy Parsons' stand-up Slacktivist, and that's definitely worth a watch. Like, if you've can't decide what to watch or you need something else to watch because everything's run out, stick that on. It's hilarious. It's a couple of years old, so it's but it's still kind of on point because not much has changed politically. <laughs> So tell me, I have a question for you. Uh, before you met me and Luke, how many movies would you say you watched a year? Maybe two. <laughs> push. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I think that is maybe the most depressing answer I have heard all year. <laughs> I watch telly and stuff and things. So some months ago, we we um, decided uh, to do a kind of anti-torture telly round. Uh, we tortured you with TV uh, for um, uh, six rounds altogether, which was fun uh, but torturous. Yeah, uh, and we decided since you watch so much movies, uh, whole two a year. <laughs> I mean, come on, that girl is crazy. If that. Yeah, if that. Oh, my God. <laughs> you. I uh, used that... to watch movies years ago, and then I just gave up. Yeah, that you should watch more movies for, for some strange reason. We think you, you watch too a little of movies. So we found a new segment called Tele in Technicolor. Um, and uh, last week after we da- did the podcast, I told you the first movie you're going to watch. And you did. what was that movie? This movie is a movie called Tickled. Um, and uh, would you say it's a normal kind of movie? No, it's a documentary. Um, I've got a little blurb thing if you want me to read it. But yeah, no, it's definitely not a normal movie movie. I think you've started (laughs) off quite well with this. Um, Tickled. Journalist David Farrier stumbles upon a mysterious tickling competition online. As he delves deeper and comes up against fierce resistance... Oh, as he delves deeper, he comes up against fierce resistance. But that doesn't stop him getting to the bottom of a stranger-than-fiction story. Yeah, it's that doesn't that does it about as much justice as I just did to sexy murder. Um, <laughs> it starts off very, I don't know, sort of innocent and oh, what's this Normal. strange yeah. thing that I've found online? And I oh my god, I don't god. get where you're thinking this is such a. I, I understand that it's got a strange story, but as far as the documentary goes, 
and the production. It's a fairly normal documentary production. I so. love this documentary. I've seen. But yeah, I, I mean, it's a good. It, it's a really. It's a really good story. I'm just saying, as far as sto- like production of a documentary, this is pretty standard. So just let you know. That. I think it's better than uh, normal. I'm just saying it's it, it's a good documentary. I'm just saying it's a standard. The way it's yeah. done is pretty documentary standard. So it is a documentary, oh. not a film, kind of thing. Right. It's not yeah. like a documentary where they added in uh, crazy animation or something like that. No, no. this is standard. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's just. But the story is crazy. That, that's when when Fro's saying this is a strange movie. He's not talking about the style of documentary. He's talking about oh, the story. No, no. Yeah. I'm talking about the, the the topic is kind of strange. Yeah. Right. It just sounded like you were saying that, so I was clearing. No, it. no. It's not a strange documentary. Yeah, it's just a documentary about a strange thing that then goes yeah. in lots of different yeah. ways that you don't expect the journey. Oh to go in oh, we'll call it that it's a journey <laughs> yeah it's very interesting yeah i was as films oh, go oh. yeah tell me a little about the plot um this is where i try and say everything without accidentally ruining everything yeah um, because it's kind of hard like the, 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 i was gonna say just of... do the open and then leave like leave a cliffhanger for people yeah that's what i would do yeah they basically this guy finds out he finds online all these videos of guys being chained down and tickled and what is it is it extreme competitive tickling or in yeah, competitive endurance tickling or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was in- endurance tickling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this guy sort of finds out about it. He's done loads of documentaries on lots of weird and wacky things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, he um, looks into it a bit deeply and finds this media company that seems to be producing all of these. Gets in touch, just saying, "I'm a journalist. I'd like to do a story on this, as I find it sort of interesting and strange. Please get in touch with me." And they get in touch with him saying that they wouldn't be happy being connected with a homosexual journalist and that they don't want anything to do with anything gay and start calling him a little Kiwi fag and things like that. So obviously that stops him looking and he just, that's the end of the whole thing. Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> that's like the first 10 minutes right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love that if that was the documentary. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you me lots of horrible things. It's obvious you don't want me looking into you. That's fine. I'm a journalist. I'm not my job. The last oh scene God. is just him. He's just standing in front of the camera. Kiwi out. And then it just cuts off and goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off to go and fang oh. around. <laughs> okay, we lost bro. <clears throat> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I-, I think it's kind of strange. This documentary gets more and more weird as 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 it uh, the times flies by, and it gets more and more interesting as well. Yeah, and I, I ended. Up, there I, are bits in it where I actually ended up, and I never speak out loud when I'm watching stuff. But I actually yeah. just went, "What? No! Oh my god! <laughs> that never happens." <laughs> so uh, we are not only doing this to be nice. Uh, we are we are doing this to beat each other in being nice. So that means that. <laughs> 
<laughs> They're the competitions that I run. <laughs> yeah. Be nicest to me. <laughs> Who can be nicest to tell it? Uh, so we're going to score this movie from a one, uh, where uh, a one was, oh my god, this movie was uh, worse than Outswitch, and ten is, oh my god, this is Star Wars. I wish I knew what Star Wars was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm making fun of Tilair. I've right. seen uh, some Star Wars films and I, I mm-hmm. played the Lego Star Wars game on the Xbox. Some of them. That counts. But, uh, but, uh, Lego uh, Star Wars all... games, that's totally the same. Yeah, it's a story. Yeah. I know the story. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I have a little like fun fun uh, story. Let's t- uh, let's uh, let me tell that story before you go and give it uh, points. Um, I think everybody in the world have seen Titanic and and the end of Titanic. And sorry if I spoil this for you. I've never seen if Titanic. You, you haven't watched Titanic, really? Fuck no. No, really? How would I sit through that garbage? No. Everybody else did. What? It was like conscription Titanic. You have to. Yeah. Right, but I was I was I was um 14 when it came out, but I was a 14 year old boy, not a 14 year old girl. So yeah, okay. did you not get made by the girls? <sighs> no, I completely avoided it. Completely oh. avoided it my entire life. Yeah, but so you know the story then? Uh, yeah. It's. I mean, I know the story of the Titanic. So okay, but anyways. The end of Titanic, uh, where uh, Jack and what is the girl's name again? Rose. Uh, Rose, thank you. Yeah. Are on on a floating uh, thing in the ocean, and Jack drowns, uh, and uh, uh, more. The iconic less, line: uh, "I'll never let go," and then she lets yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and uh, my dad. Hello. That uh, I'm telling the Titanic story. Uh, he knows of this. So. Uh, and my dad has never watched Titanic. And for strong, some strange reason, like I think it was last year, we were sitting in his apartment and Titanic was on, and it was the end scene. And my dad goes, like, Oh my God. Leonardo DiCaprio uh, is drowning. What movie is this? And I was like, <laughs> what movie is this? Yeah, so not knowing what things are. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I, I've seen that scene. If I saw, I've never seen the movie, and I would know what that scene right. was. So yeah. yeah, everybody knows. It's a cold, wet Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. Okay, back to the scoring. Right. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I have given this. And, oh, see, I'm between 8.5 and a 9 for this. 9, 9, 9, 9. I we think it's the first one, though. Oh, well, it's 7.5. Yeah. Divide it up that much. Yeah. I will do that. Because, yeah, uh, with it being the first, again, I don't want to give it too high and not be able to score anything above it and things but this this was good for me especially with it being a documentary and it wasn't well it wasn't a written story and I like that because right. the written stories I tend to be like well I'd have probably written it differently and 
I would have preferred my version. Not saying I would have done it better, but in my head, I would have preferred my version. If that, does that so, make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to the listeners out there, I made this a challenge, not only for Tilly, but for myself. So uh, Tilly knows uh, the two next movies uh, that I'm going to pick. And uh, they are both documentaries and from 2016. So I just wanted to challenge myself, challenging her. But Luke, you are next. What do you want to give Tilly? I'm giving her Journey to the West, Conquering the Demons, uh, 2013. It's a really, really, really good movie. Yes, this is, it's, um, let's see, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, so way up there. <gasps> uh, a Buddhist disciple battles demons using a book of nursery rhymes to appeal to their inherent goodness. <laughs> uh, this is just an amazing movie. It was done by Stephen Chow, right? Directed by Stephen yeah. Chow. Um, yeah. And there's going to be a sequel coming out in the beginning of 2017, so I... Yeah, yep. see this. Uh, if you like it, you'll be able to see the next one pretty soon. So, hey, I'm not gonna avoid it. <laughs> I think you. I think you're going to like this. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hard not to like. Uh, just make sure you find it in English because it is a Chinese movie. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, how salt are you on scale from one to ten to see this in the description Luke gave? Um, from the description Luke gave and the trailer I might have looked at, I think I'm probably about a six. Ooh. To be fair, yeah. um, uh. I'm not expecting to be well into it straight away, but I think it's probably going to grow on me as I watch it. Uh, yeah, I think that's good. Going in with low expectations just means she's going to get a higher score. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. Going in with high expectations could be a bad thing. That that would I I would worry about. But but then I went in with high expectations with tickled and I loved it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll so, see. We'll see how my brain works. We'll see. We will see. Maybe I've done something stupid just picking documentaries. Maybe I did something clever. We will see. Uh, so Luke. <clears throat> um. What is the conspiracy theory that you believe that uh, you think is somewhat obscure? Uh, what? <laughs> um, something that is a conspiracy theory that's obscure? There's yeah. plenty about. <laughs> that you believe. That you believe yourself. Uh, that I believe. I, yeah. I don't. If I believe it, it's not a conspiracy theory to me, so... But uh, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> really? Oh. I I know I know a, a one that I think is pretty obscure that I have. I can okay, go first then. Uh, I I don't believe in the first. I have to say I have to preface that saying the first journey to the moon. I never did. I oh I with the actual moon landing and the video and everything. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I think that's fake. And uh, that is a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, pretty okay. obscure. Yeah, I, I didn't know we were going to do this, so I don't. Re- I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Um, okay. But would you say that believing... Uh, Tilly, in... did you have any off the top of yeah, your head? Um, 
not no not that i can think of there's lots of could believe if there was actual proof like if it came out they were true and you're like uh maybe but none that i actually believe what about the loch ness monster do you believe in that no <laughs> i really don't it's not unless uh, oh i know one i do know one mermaids oh. mermaids you have you actually believe in mermaids not half human half fish you know women singing in the sea kind right. of mermaids but a creature that's more the size of a seal but has a ridge on its head and is more of a or well is genetically come from the evolution of monkeys from when one island had a huge massive volcano eruption and everything that managed to survive had to go and be in the sea therefore losing its fur developing webbed fingers and things evolving 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 and it's intelligent enough that it's managed to stay away from humans okay yeah that's pretty <laughs> obscure i would yeah. say that's yeah, yeah. pretty obscure yeah uh, i um, mean i guess I, I i guess i would lean towards aliens just because they're so the likelihood is so high but i mean i'm an atheist so even that I don't believe. So it's really hard for me to. This is a hard topic for me. I believe in nothing. I believe nothing at all. I'm not even sure if pro until it's real. Well, that's kind of true, actually. If you look into, you know, like uh, I know, I know. Yeah, that's why deep, I f- deep physics. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. we aren't real, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, but uh, uh, my next question was. Is believing that WWE is run by the Illuminati a conspiracy theory that you had uh, been thinking about a lot before this week? Uh, Let's start with Tilly, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, uh, no. (laughs) But then again, (laughs) I don't worry too much about the Illuminati in general. I think if I was an Illuminati botherer i think i probably would think that yeah. wwe was because anything popular anything big you would assume was in the hands of the illuminati and you could then pin whatever you want on it like if you get what i mean hamilton is a part of uh, illuminati double confirmed yeah yep everything and uh, lady gaga uh, oh, michael jackson uh, yep. ev- well everybody uh, michael jackson i don't know i've kind of believed that one uh do you think the Illuminati would have had him around? <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have been the head of it. Not the whole thing. Uh, a child toucher as well, <laughs> Illuminati person. Yes, I said it's a child toucher. I stand behind it. Uh, you can write a- confirmed confirmed at this point, so I don't think you have to yeah. worry about anything. You can write a- angry emails because we don't get fucking emails. So, hey, as Russell right. Brand said, never land. No, no, sometimes land. speaking of which uh, after watching that documentary tickled i was like that pizzagate thing is not sounding too fake anymore (laughs) but yes (laughs) but not to ruin anything but yeah Uh, but uh anyways um (laughs) sorry oh we are all over the place but uh uh, that's normal but uh, that's what we do uh, yeah, what about you, Luke? Did you think well, about I guess Illuminati? The first time I first time I ever kind of saw this theory would be would have been in the early two thousands, maybe. Um, like looking up 
maybe parts of Raw or trying to find whole episodes of Raw on YouTube and you look up mm. WWE, whatever, and then this would pop up on YouTube and you'd find videos about it, you know what I mean? Just through uh, the osmosis of YouTube, I guess, uh, which it was much more back then. You would find one thing and it would lead you down a rabbit hole where now YouTube's kind of set up to lead you in one direction more uh, yeah. the way YouTube set up. But uh, but yeah, that's the first time I remember hearing about it. Bef- uh, I've never really done a ton of research on it, but I do. I always knew it was a thing. So, right. And uh, this was new for me last week. I've never oh, really? heard about this before. Hmm. Yeah. Even we talk I mean, about it? now that you did research on it and you see how many YouTube videos and web pages about this are, are you surprised you hadn't heard of this before? Yes, I, I am yeah. super surprised that I haven't heard about this before. Are you telling? Very. Yeah. Um, you know, of all the theories that people and all the things that people have told me about the WWE when I've yeah. said that I like it or I watch it or whatever, it's like they're talking yeah. about EastEnders or Coronation Street. I'm like, no, I gave up soaps. I started watching the wrestling. At least the fights are more realistic. And yeah, with all the things, <laughs> negative things people have thrown at me when I've said that, nobody said about this. But then well, again, you I can't think- really. <laughs> I I would say uh, at least from the videos I've seen and and the people who I've seen talk about it, I think this is in one specific circle and it's called Christians. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. It's... I think that's a good place uh... to start. Is is very based out of uh, evangelical Christianity, it seems to me, because it's a Should... lot of stuff based off of oh, you gotta be afraid of Satan because he's always trying to come get you. And yes. Yeah. yeah. I said. Um... I wrote this down because I just thought it captured it quite well. That all of the people that are looking at this are looking far too deeply with their Christian microscope. Yeah. And nothing else is getting, nothing else can be seen through other than their Christian views onto this thing. And that's one of the things that, like, uh, Luke, every time we go through this, like, this was Luke's idea. So he linked to three videos. And all of them are crazy Christians for some strange reason. Right. Yeah. I think sort of one step of away are, from yeah. one step away from Westboro Baptist Church. Kind of. Yeah, but it's 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 not it's not that big a step. Like that's the yeah, scary yeah. thing. I wouldn't because, be surprised like, if it, there's some overlap. Even. I wouldn't be surprised either, and that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, uh, as as a, as a former Christian, I'm so extremely disappointed in my fellow believers, like ex-believers. I never, like, even, even when I was Christian, and Luke, you have known me for a long time. You know mm-hmm. me at, at my most super Christian face. Right. Would, would you ever think I would say anything crazy as this? Uh, no, but you also, I mean, it, these people were like born into it. So every day of their life, they were probably indoctrinated with Satan's coming to get you. You know what I mean? And uh, the Bible <sighs> is gospel, literally. Yeah, but uh, uh, tell me, I believe that. Like, I believe that at the, at, at the point of my life that that the Bible was the only true scripture. And I still watch wrestling. <laughs> What did you think of the Egyptians when you were hyper hyper Christian? 
like the ancient uh, Egyptians, not just people that live in Egypt now, the ancient Egyptians, the that I, civilization. I, I yeah, uh, I uh, I was on honeymoon uh, to Egypt because of them. I loved them. Yeah, so you didn't think they were Satan worshipping, nope. demon loving. Yeah, nope. but when you're a Christian, you just think it's the precursor to your religion because yes, when, G- when Jesus came around, he wiped the slate. Like there was yep. no nothing else to Christians. After Jesus came around, he said, "It's me or the highway." Kind of just yep. like. The, just like Muslims, it was. Yep. There's one God, and that's it. Yeah. Yep. Silly Where Jesus. Before that, there wasn't one God. Yeah, it was. That's Silly a whole Jesus. history lesson to get into. But yeah, let's get into this list. Because mm. <sighs> there are oh, twelve. Man. Well, there's actually lots and lots more conspiracies that have Illuminati and WWE in them. But we've got the top sort of twelve, haven't we? Right, I added, yeah. we'll do some more that we found, like, after the list, for sure. Yeah. Maybe you want to begin, Tilla? Um, well, should we start with number 12, that WrestleMania 31 was a mass-scale occult ritual? Yep. Now, was this the one that was in Texas? Uh, this would have been last year, right? What, what yeah, was last in Dallas, year? Dallas, Texas, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, this, this, um, I'm trying this to article... remember. This With article big... came. This article came out in 2015, so it had. It must have been end of 2015. It must have been two years ago, because I get so yeah. But yeah, um, there's been a lot of talk in the uh, conspiracy. Levi's, Levi Stadium, Santa Clara, California. Oh. The March twenty ninth, two thousand fifteen. Yep. But is is this the one? This is this the WrestleMania where they had the big triangular sort of pyramid shape set up around the ring? They've actually done that a couple times. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> yeah. when the guy was pointing that out, he was saying, "Look, it's a pyramid, and it's the Eye of Horus because there's lights in the middle of the top of it." Now, if you were going to be doing the rigging for lights around a square ring. Surely that would be the most efficient way of doing your lighting anyway. No. Rather than cir- having it go in cir- straight a circle, or a, circle or a square would actually be more uh, standard, but they wanted something that looked good, obviously. So Yeah. I just still thought it'd be easier than doing a full structure in a cube shape, a pyramid, mm, no, because you've just got the really. middle point. Yeah, no. but the lighting it would be harder, and it... I even remember that people complaining that the uh, structure was in the way when they were in certain seats. So. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. But, yeah, this this whole thing, I guess, it kind of... It goes with... Ev- you can put this WrestleMania 31 and replace it with basically every episode of Raw, every WrestleMania that's ever happened. Like, you can basically <laughs> replace it with anything because they... There's probably a video out there for every episode of Raw that they went through and found all the Illuminati symbolism that they found. But this one specifically, I mean, if I, I bet we if I, we looked it up, WrestleMania 32, remember the whole thing with Stephanie on the throne and there was all the people with the chains like yes. in the cartoon and it looked very much like an Alex Jones documentary like that. That I guarantee you if I didn't find anything about it, but I guarantee you there's a YouTube video about that and the Illuminati. But I have to give a shout out for Truth Never Sleeps. Like, that YouTube 
user is maybe my new favorite uh, YouTube user. He is the most funny YouTube user I have ever seen in my life. Like, he beats Chris, uh, Christian Molyneux down in the boots for being crazy. I mean, I thought Christian Molyneux was crazy. That was before I, I met Truth Never Sleeps. I kind of not a hundred percent sure that this guy believes some of the stuff he's saying. Like, yeah, I was wondering if he was just a little too polished sometimes. But I, I don't know. Mm. He could totally believe what he, you know what I mean. But I'm secretly hoping and thinking that he's just relaying it as if he thinks it's true. If you know oh, what I mean. I think I think but... it's he believes it's true. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of his other videos. Yeah, but I, yeah, I'm just saying like maybe he might just be doing it for views because yeah, uh, mm. yeah. like if the girl that you, was once you see something that gets you views, uh, you go with it, and maybe he that's what he's doing. So it could all just be a a way for him to uh, get views, and it's just his gimmick. Uh, and you might not believe any of it, it, you know what I mean? But who knows? That's that's the internet for you. Actually, let's see. And it's kind of funny. Uh, I'm going to look at his vote. I'm just going to say something from the article. <laughs> the possibility that Truth Never Sleeps, in fact, uh, a secret double agent by the Illuminati brought <laughs> for to make a real enemy. It looks like a buffoon is on uh, is on Outstanding. The yeah. Basically saying uh, uh, they're the Illuminati is putting it out there so that everybody says, look at this crazy guy. Of course, it's not yeah. true. Look at him. He's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking at his, uh, <laughs> this guy's YouTube page videos, and there's a video right here four days ago. It's got 2,400 views. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got he, – most of his views are in the thousands. Yeah. Uh, 2,000 to 6,000 views. There's one. Yeah. Where, oh, wow. Illuminati music industry exposed uh, Ricky Martin homosexual yep. connection 17,000 views. <laughs> wow. SNL Dave Chappelle Hillary skit exposed Illuminati propaganda 25,000 views. So, yeah. All right, number 11. Bray Wyatt is an agent of the Illuminati. <laughs> Which I mean <laughs> Bray Wyatt it's kind of obvious. A lot of occult symbolism in his gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's super It's 100% obvious. true. Yeah. This is the whole all of these things, everything that's been pointed out as oh my god it shows Illuminati connections and the Freemasons and all the rest of it. It's mm-hmm. it is there, like the imagery is there and it is being used in a certain way, but I don't think it's being used it's not the Illuminati. It just it's no. things that work, and just because you recognize what the symbols are doesn't mean you have to read further into it to think that. Well, some of the symbols may be, like uh, the, the, one, uh, the one video that they showed Bray Wyatt, and there was the, the scene where, uh, what's his name, not uh, Luke Harper, the redheaded guy, he had the... Eric Rowan. Right, he had the uh, devil... Uh, goat mask that was pretty blatant you know what i mean like yeah that's obviously occult symbolism that they're going for in the gimmick 
whereas some other ones like Daniel Bryan represents the goat god <laughs> Baphomet. That one I'm not really sure so much that they're going for any kind of symbolism there. Yeah, but they no. just call him the goat all the time, and they, yeah, do they... still call Jericho the goat. So, <laughs> which means something else, obviously. I think maybe the saddest thing on this is number nine. To be honest, like yeah, the idea and murdered the ultimate warrior with, with natural causes. Bro, right, this is this is something this that is around, like this was a huge conspiracy theory at the time. You don't, you guys what? don't. I'm surprised you I didn't remember. see that this. Okay. You just didn't uh, think it was the Illuminati doing it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this... and how do you kill somebody with natural causes? It's a bit hard <laughs> to murder somebody by natural causes. You have to watch that video uh, to find out. <laughs> uh, probably they, he had Satan do it, I guess. Uh... Yeah. So no, with the there was one about Dusty Rhodes where they said that um, the reason that he died was because the people that were working in the nine one one dispatcher's office were taught by the Illuminati to not care about him, and that's why they were despondent on the phone to his wife apparently. Right, that's all to that's do with number, the Illuminati. That's actually life. that's actually number seven. But oh, was it? it? That again reminded me of Brain Dead. Remember the lady that scene where the. Uh, Lady's getting the bugs in her brain. She calls nine one one, and the nine one one operator is like, "Oh yeah, but just hold on one second and like goes and like starts p- cleaning her nails. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally in that show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this the whole concept of this. If people don't remember, the Ultimate Warrior did the whole speech about how it was going to be the last beat of his heart, uh, oh. the heart of a warrior. It was like the end yeah. of his big speech um, uh, at a pay per view, I believe. And then the next day, he died of a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, walking across a parking lot like he wasn't doing anything strenuous he wasn't he was walking from his hotel room to his car and he died of a heart attack so people believe that the and Illuminati ca- caused his heart attack and I cried oh my god I cried it was I horrible everybody day. everybody was upset but you know, again... I mean, it was it was so sudden and it was right after uh, that raw where he had also made another mm. very strange um Speech, but you got to remember number one, it's Ultimate Warrior. The guy was strange. And he was number two, you really people uh, know uh, everybody want to remember Ultimate Warrior as this great. If you look into the past, the guy was a bit of a nut job, but yeah, and you people know when they're when they're not well, when your heart is not doing well. I'm going to relate back to my cat, but humans can do it too. You know that something. You know that you're not long for this world. If your heart isn't mm-hmm. working properly, which if you're going to have a heart attack, it tends to be the case that, you know, you've got some kind of heart disease or some issue with your heart anyway for it to just stop. You sort yeah, of and the know, Ultimate Warrior and, never allegedly did steroids, so that couldn't be. Yeah, and it, <laughs> he looked ill. When he was doing all of his speeches, yeah. you know, yeah, I looked at him yeah. and I was like, that is not a well man. Like, yeah. he's... Uh. You can tell, and then obviously the announcements, and then you look back and go, "No, no, you totally could tell." Like he knew, he might not have told anybody or been told himself, but he. I think this conspiracy theory comes more out of the timing of it all Mm. than anything, and that um, that Vince McMahon and him had had bad blood for what fifteen years before this Mm -hmm. night, and then it happened, and then directly after literally the next day uh he passes away so i think yeah. the timing of it and everything and then the speech 
uh, is really what made this conspiracy theory. But, but uh, I think the whole that's... thing about any of these ones that we cover that are um, wrestlers passing away. Yeah. How many wrestlers have passed? Like, it's yes. Hello. The fact that a wrestler passes away in strange circumstances is not unusual in the business. So, yeah, yeah it's if wrestlers were, I don't know, coming into the ring saying, "Hey, everybody, how's everything?" Sitting on a chair for five minutes and then going away, then it'd be weird if they were all dying at young ages or from injuries that are old yeah. and all the rest of it. Oh yeah, or if, you know. if Ultimate Warrior was the WWE's accountant, yeah, uh, maybe. And this happened, and yeah, okay, but okay, let's move on. The Ascension. I like this, Dilly. What are they? Um, they are Illuminati members, as you can tell from all of the paraphernalia on their clothes. Or at least, like are. maybe personification of the Illuminati. But I think that's uh-huh. what the gimmick is, isn't it? Yeah, but. But listening, listen to the fa- uh, first sentence in this article. The same sack of potatoes. <laughs> I love that. That made the affirmation your ultimate warrior video claims that the Ascension were involved, are involved with the Illuminati. Nah, <laughs> they wish they were. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Oh, it's, it's so clear. Like, this is maybe the most, like, this is WWE toying with 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 the Illuminati conspiracy yeah. thing. Yeah, this uh, is the yeah, best maybe. one of them seeing a gimmick and well, doing a gimmick See, that they I, know we'll get. I'm I'm gonna have to go a little bit against that because the WWE has been using occult symbolism for years. And years I agree, and but but this, so this I think they probably of... were doing it before this came around, I agree. and I think the. I think this is just more of them using occult symbolism because it's right. what they do. And yeah. it's what works. Because it, it does work. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, there are plenty of things that work. It's just, I think that's what they like to do. Uh, there's, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, I'm going to have to say it must be a Vince McMahon thing because it's been, a, the, it's been around for so long through so many writers and different staff changes and everything else. So, but I mean, it, if I was a hardcore Christian and I believe that the devil, that I was going to go to hell, whatever, if I watched something that I thought uh, was giving off occult symbolism, and I saw all this stuff in wrestling, and I was that brainwashed, I could totally see somebody go not watching wrestling and going, oh, this is satanic because of all this stuff in it. I got 100% yeah. see that. But again, we talked about number seven, or we, we, we partially talked about it, look. I think we covered it, but yeah, uh, Dusty Rhodes Illuminati sacrifice uh, yep. because of the dispatcher, and then the number six, which is interesting <gasps> because it's John Cena's hand sign, which he does, which is kind of like the OK <laughs> sign looking thing with his fingers yep. out. That There's also his three fingers for hustle, loyalty, and respect as well. Those right, three which fingers. Always, which I, I don't, yeah. Which I, I don't know how long that's been around, really. Like, was he doing that in Chain Gang days? I don't even remember, but... He's been doing it for long... Or he did oh, it yeah. bloody years ago. So right. I remember yeah, he did doing it, it with his fingers, letting his little finger, then his second finger, then his middle finger, yeah. saying hustle, loyalty, and respect. When he says right. it, he, he does it. He doesn't do it yeah. out to the crowd, but he does it as he's 
talking, if you know what I mean. It ends up yeah, making I, seen it. So. I, I want to say he's been doing it the whole time he's in WWE, but I could be wrong. Yep. But um, say they so. say that the symbol stands for 666. And actually, I've seen a bunch of them showing books, at least in videos of like <sighs> occult hand signs, and this is one of them. But they also say that the devil horns or whatever, the rock, rock, rock on kind of symbol is uh the devil horn so yeah, you do you know where that yeah. came from the the whole in the well in the rock heavy metal scene the whole putting your hands up like that do you know the mm. origin of that it's through dio the band dio the guy ronnie james dio his mum used to do it because in italy it's a sign of peace rather than the, just the two fingers up like right. your index finger and your middle finger it's your index finger and your baby finger because that's what the mother of christ mary's doing and the mary and holding the baby jesus picture so he started right. doing that to the crowds they took it on as a that's fucking awesome we're gonna start doing yeah yeah sign of the devil dude Woo! Beast! Woo! and it was all from a peace sign that his mum used to do to him <laughs> that I mean, made me laugh were, with all of this because this is the illuminati then you got to get back to uh what do, you, what do you call it um the movie with uh tom hanks in it god what is it? The the book. What book am I thinking of here? I can't remember it. But oh, um, the Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code, right? So this they oh. would say that that picture was just put there as a conspiracy to make you think that, but it's yeah. not true. It's actually the devil symbol <sighs> to brainwash people. But yeah, they say six 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 symbol, and then the devil horns, which we'll get into a second, are symbols of the Illuminati that the WWE uses, and then. One that was really interesting at the time, uh, the when they were doing the nine ninety nine uh, for the network. Yeah. Yeah. Which every, everybody said, flip it upside down is six six six. And oh my god, oh. why couldn't they have oh. just done it for six sixty six? It would have saved me loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> the other one I liked about Cena was that his um, "you can't see me" thing is actually a message from the demon inside him. Because he's got, he's been possessed by this demon, oh, yes. and that's what yes. has, has oh. he got a lazy eye? Oh, I've never noticed. I love that. Never noticed that but... Oh my god! If you zoom in on any so WWE funny. thing, they've all got really small little squat eyes. It's nothing to do with the fact that they've got billions of lights shining in their eyes at one point, and everybody's right. taking oh. pictures. It couldn't have to do with frame rate and that you're pausing a video or anything. But... Yeah, or anything like that. And yeah, his nope. you can't see me as he does it over people is just, it's the demon inside of him saying, you can't see me because I'm inside John Cena. Nah, 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 nah. I love that one. That's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's move on to number five. Hulk Hogan is the literal Antichrist. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess this all stems from him turning heel at WCW. Mm. From mm -hmm. all the uh, um, research I've um, done, people took it literally that he the devil. And uh, then WCW, <laughs> after he did that, became incredibly, incredibly popular and successful. So they kind of put those three things together and say that he sold the soul of the devil for success. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Oh. And the devil kept him safe for all of this time without him having any incriminations for anything he's done. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Apparently the devil took off a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he gave up. The devil died like two right years Right before ago. that whole 
that whole Bubba tape thing, the devil was like, I'm done with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I quit you, Hulk. <laughs> That's not your real hair. <laughs> You're never gonna quit me. we'll go into uh, in a second to the whole wcw thing uh and hulk hogan so let's move on to number four uh the mega powers (laughs) in wwe in 1989 supposedly warned everybody about that 9-11 was going to happen yeah i love this i i think it's maybe the it's so sour I, I think I think every single thing here is silly, but this is silly. They always want to drag 9/11 into it somewhere, don't they? In every conspiracy, they have well, to put 9/11 team, in it. There was a tag team called the Twin Towers, Tilly. <gasps> oh my yep. God, that's so inappropriate! Uh, apparently, you did not watch this video. I think, no, I didn't. Uh, we are gonna. It's a minute and thirty-seven seconds, so yeah. it's worth a watch, right? Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you move on to the next one? I'll get the video loaded up and then we'll talk. Uh, uh, we'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, what is the next one, Kale? The next one is <laughs> Satanic Kevin Sullivan murdered the Benoit family. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. Have you, heard, you guys heard this one before? No. No, but really, okay. This one has been around for. Like right after Benoit uh, died and murdered his family, uh, this this was already a conspiracy theory. Like right afterwards, so. Um, Kevin Sullivan. Well, he was married to uh, Chris Benoit's wife before Chris Benoit, right. and there was yeah, a whole I thing in WCW where the did an angle where Chris Benoit uh, and was uh, or woman was cheating with. Uh, Chris Benoit and it ended up kind of storyline turning into fact and then they ended up get separating and uh, Kevin Sullivan's whole gimmick was that he was a Satanist so he was he was the personification of the devil was his gimmick so these people just take that that uh, Kevin Sullivan since he was his gimmick was he was a Satanist that he must have um, been mad about having his wife taken away from him by Chris Benoit and mur- murdering the family. Uh, I guess from what I've heard, I don't know if this is hundred percent true, but that Kevin Sullivan did uh, actually, he was part of like a satanic type um, church or something like that. So yeah. So what? I'm just saying that that, that part is true. Uh, <laughs> An wow. actual so, satanic no. church or like a spiritualist church or something. Uh, actual satanic church uh, like uh, James Mitchell if you guys remember him from uh, TNA he was a business oh, manager no. for a long time no, uh, I don't really know much about he TNA. is another guy in, in wrestling who's actually involved in like yeah. satanic stuff yeah. well they're right like, I, I used to be friends with satanists when I lived up north and they were lovely it's just basically right. as above exactly. so below if you're going to go for that one I don't want to be around all you lot I'm going to worship this one and do this my way well this right. way instead mm. of that way they see mm-hmm. it a whole different way, but then we got to put our mindset in evangelical Christian mindset. Yes. All right, let's do this video. Are we all loaded up? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. Uh, let's do the next one real quick then. Uh, the Rock is a clone. This one I'd never heard of before. I just researched. <laughs> never heard about this. 
Apparently, this has to do with how much uh, Dwayne changes his, you know, physique. He'll, you know, but that it's called cycling. That's what that is. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, they think that he he's turned into a different person at some point. They swapped him out uh, because I bet he wishes that there was a clone out there. I give him a day off. I think the ideas they killed him off and they replaced him with a clone. So that they uh, can control control him, right? Which they uh, couldn't control think, the rock. Well, I think the idea is they do this with a lot of people. So <laughs> there are also conspiracy theories that they did this with Britney Spears and Robert Downey Jr. and all these people who are having problems, and then all of a sudden they came back and they were all better. Uh, that that is a kind of a whole conspiracy genre in and of itself, I guess. But okay, all right, now are we ready for the video? Okay, yeah, give us a countdown, Fro. Are you ready, Tiller? Yep. Oh, it's already started itself, sorry. <laughs> yes. In. <laughs> In three, two, one, go. We're going to have one world of a main event right here after this. Oh, it's got message. Jesse Ventura in it, too. Conspiracy theory. Twin Towers, take it, Mean Gene. It's with me at this time. The Slickster. There's the Twin Towers. A dream, the see? African dream Ooh. and a big boss man. Uh, see Gentlemen, why they called that, is too. Is this the match you wanted all along, or are you going to continue your terrorist attacks on terrorist, the Mega Powers? Terrorist oh, attacks. Oh. Elizabeth, what do you want? Oh, yeah. We are anxiously awaiting the presence, and they're just about on their way now. The Twin Towers and the team. This was wrestling in the 80s, guys. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I wish I was into it when I was little. All right, thank you, Vince McMahon, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage, the lovely Elizabeth. Three people working as one with one goal in mind to defeat, or should I say, demolish the Twin Towers. Jesse Ventura says there's a problem. Explain. What do you know, mean, Gene? You get right to the heart of the matter with that question, brother. It's the law of man that's going to supercharge the mega powers and tear down the twin towers. Gene, I can still feel the pain when that cold steel bit into Miss Elizabeth's wrist oh. right there. And when her muscles were torn, my muscles were yeah. torn. When her bone was bruised right there, I felt the pain. Hulk Hogan felt the pain, and I can still feel the pain right now. And Hulk Hogan, that pain won't stop until the Twin Towers come crumbling down. Oh, no. Right down <laughs> crumbling down. Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah, oh, they called it. To watch. They called it. They they totally knew. that. that oh. I believe this one now. The Illuminati did 9-11. Of course. Oh. It makes sense. It all makes sense now. Yeah, in 1989. Uh, of course, this is just a <laughs> reference to the actual Twin Towers, which we were still a building at the time. So. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, buildings can fall down. Uh, right, well, it's just Especially a wrestling if... promo, and more than likely, at least one of them, if not both, were high on cocaine. So, let's put it into perspective here, but... um oh, bad. I like uh, the thing right here, uh, kind of down at the bottom. It says... Uh, the big boss band uh, meant to represent the police state of authority of American capitalism. And, uh, well, we're not really sure how one man gang Akeem fits into this, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel, I, I, I feel, I felt literally bad watching that. Oh, let's move on. 
to number one. To number one. That the New World Order was literal. <laughs> I mean, when you call yourself the New World Order, hello. Right. It's kind of a dead giveaway. Well, and then if you see the vi- the video here, it's obvious. Uh, if you remember the click which was in WWF at the time, they were the kind of the precursor to New World Order, and they of course did the Wolfpack sign, which is just like the devil horns, but with a right. the, the fingers pointed out or whatever. So that's where that all comes from. Um, and I guess that add that kind of is added to what Hulk Hogan being the Antichrist. So put all those together and you have that. And then um, kind of one that I saw that wasn't on this list um, was the conspiracy, the Monday Night Wars conspiracy that Vince McMahon had sold his soul to the devil to um, to win over Ted Turner and that. But I have seen in the conspiracy that Ted Turner was part of the Illuminati, which we have actually talked about in the past, if you guys remember this, when we did um, the Georgia Guidestones. How long ago was that? I don't know, forever ago. ago. Yeah, that's why I don't remember it then. But we we talked about how it was in Atlanta and that there was this whole Illuminati thing behind it and people believed that Ted Turner had created it because of the secret money behind it. and so the conspiracy here is that Ted Turner got into the wrestling business. There's, uh, there's the whole um, – you've probably seen interviews with Vince McMahon where he says, Ted Turner called me up and said, I'm getting in the wrestling business, Vince. You know what I mean? And yeah. they think that, that that whole thing was Ted Turner getting into the wrestling business to try to uh, force out Vince McMahon saying, unless you join the Illuminati and so- sell your soul to the devil, we're going to – ruin your business and ruin your uh your whole livelihood and that uh the reason that in the 90s vince mcmahon the whole thing turned around and also kind of went very occulty is that vince mcmahon had sold his soul to the devil and that is the reason wrestling got so popular at the time oh Um, yeah that all makes sense now right ted turner of course yeah ted turner did it the head head of the illuminati and was forcing Vince McMahon to make good wrestling product. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm not sure I think this makes sense at all. Well, how else should you explain anything being successful if it isn't to do with the Illuminati? Uh... And then Vince McMahon did buy out WCW and uh, Ted Turner right after that in 96, I believe. He sold, uh, he sold off most of Turner... Uh, broadcasting, I think it was at the time, to um, I want to say NBC Universal, but that could be wrong. Okay. So, uh, Ted Turner, at, right after the whole wrestling thing, he got completely out of the business. So, that's also one thing they attribute it to it. I just think this is kind of, yeah. Did, did that, you guys what, find any other interesting WWE I, I just, Illuminati? conspiracy theories well i i have to say one thing before before we go into that because on the article that we 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 all read now like the next article is 15 current WWE women who are too hot for their men (laughs) (laughs) 
Isn't that like pretty much every WWE woman's too hot for their man? Uh, yeah. That's how, that's how it goes because men cannot be that attractive. But uh, I, I, I guess you haven't read the article, uh, have no. you? Uh, yeah. Who do you guess is number one? Uh, Lana. Yes, it is <laughs> Lana. There we go, because Lana, what the hell she do with that thing? That's <laughs> what everybody thinks. Everybody looks at those two and goes, nope, he's got way more money than she has. <laughs> yeah, number two is Alexa Bliss. I don't know who she's with. Uh, no, nobody. But just a few, right? Huh? She's with Murphy, the guy who used to be. Yeah, Bobby Murphy. Yeah, Bobby Murphy. Yeah. But do you know who Emmalina is to get with? And I was a little like surprised there. I have no okay, idea. I don't know who is. Emma from. NXT. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot they changed the name. We we yeah <laughs> with Seth Seth Ryder. Welcome yeah. to TMZ with all your gods. <laughs> well, to be fair, they're, they're all right matched. Yeah. Zach Ryder and Emma, cute. like, yeah. They'd make ugly babies, which means they're both really attractive. Uh, Carmella is to get a weird. Nobody knows? No. Oh, we thought we were waiting for you to tell yeah. us. Oh. <laughs> Can you, do, do you know? No. Obviously not, otherwise we would answer. Big Cass. Yeah. Oh, I was going to guess at Big Cass. Yeah, that makes that sense. That makes too. sense. Although, uh, yeah. So I'm seeing right here, it says 1996 Time Warner merged with uh, Turner, Tur- Turner Broadcasting merged with Time Warner. Uh, to turn him into Time Warner. <laughs> and then just uh, in the 2000s, that's when Ted Turner... Uh, officially partner with the company. Yep. So he's there for a little bit and then went. <laughs> I don't know, Eddie. But it's it's kind of it's it, for me the most like fascinating thing I found outside of this because we I was looking through things is 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 how much they choose to focus on symbolism like every single thing i i watch especially from the uh, youtuber that we talked about is like every freaking thing is satanic like everything yeah i mean and i mean oh. you can't move outside your apartment and not do a satanic thing almost and it's quite oh. annoying that as a and I'm putting a lot of Christians into one basket, but the whole the whole devil look of the devil as we see it comes from right. a lot older gods, and they're normally fertility gods. They're nothing sad. They're nothing bad. They're nothing evil. You know the the ram and things and the, from, the horned head. I believe it comes from Pan, right? Right. Well, there's lots, <laughs> loads and loads and loads like of things. The, but, the red devil with the horns and the tail. That's where that comes from, though. Yeah. And his cloven feet and his panpipes. <laughs> right. Yeah. But there's also, you know, there's um, the fertility god- gods that have fertility goddesses as well. And sometimes both of them will have horns. Because in the fertile seasons, that's when the animals get their horns. Right. That's, which is that's probably why where, the horns are there. Because <laughs> it's which showing Which is probably, why, probably where Pan got... I mean, it's all 
passed down from somewhere, just like yeah. you know, any just like Jesus was uh, based off of another thing that was based off another thing. So yeah, yeah. I truly believe there was a Jesus type guy. There was a guy that was in Eddie Izzard kind of words, all hip and groovy and like, hey, everybody, stop being a dickhead. Let's be nice, shall we? Let's try mm. feeding these poor people and let's try not doing this horrible. Let's Oh, this is where people are worshipping. Let's not sell all of our stuff in here. Come on, guys, get out. I don't believe that he was a magician that could walk on water and came back from the dead and all the rest of it. And I don't believe that he's he was a different guy in all of these different religions because it, it passes through. There's some history in there somewhere of some guy that had a really nice idea about everything and everybody went whoa he's amazing right there's absolutely zero proof of any type of historical jesus but yeah uh what about you tilly any pro wrestling uh illuminati conspiracy theories we missed i not that i could find i don't think i just couldn't believe how many there were purely encircling john cena Poor right john just cena. Because he's, you know, he's been made out. He's the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst. Yeah, and I mean, he may be a cyborg, but he's not in the Illuminati, everybody. Yeah. I mean, look at his eyes, though. They're demonic because he's got a bit of a wonky eye. If you've been that eating can- the head that many times. <laughs> we haven't talked about Kane, but I'm sure there's probably videos and videos and videos about Kane. Oh, there, so. I've seen so much Kane things. Really? Okay. I didn't find any. Oh, yeah. A lot of them have demons in them. They're possessed by demons. Right. I think well, Ryback, the there was Kane, one. The whole Kane Undertaker storyline from the 90s is probably one of the biggest uh, occult, demonic-type storylines the WWE did. Oh, I guess there... Remember that time Vince McMahon came out and fought God? Maybe that was one of the reasons they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe that might have started the conspiracies off, do you reckon? With them thinking, like, oh, oh, this is it. <laughs> We've just seen I it. Really we know think, it's true. I want to say it was the NWO that kind of really started it off. But I I, I, I didn't find out about it until much later. So I, I don't really know. But. So okay. if you're a conspiracy theorist, get in touch with us at anotherdigitalcitizen <laughs> at gmail.com. Or on our Facebook page. Just search Another Digital Citizen. Give us your conspiracies. This is just interesting. This is really interesting because it all it combines... Uh, this weird Christianity with WWE is really what it is. Mm. It's like this whole idea is really coming out of that evangelical, evangelical Christian mindset there. Nobody is going to think anything of this, but those people will take it really literally. So yeah, I'd be genuinely afraid. Right. Exactly. That's the thing all about this. They're just so scared. Oh, <laughs> calm down. You're all right. It's okay. So tell it. Have you watched a movie this week? Yes, you have. Oh my god, I have. But only that one. And I've already yeah. spoken about it. But other than that, uh, nope. Huh, what a surprise. <laughs> uh... I have thought about it. There are Christmas movies coming on the TV, and I've got a TV <laughs> license now, so I can actually sit and watch some crappy like Christmas oh. movies. You need a license to have a TV? Yes. Really? Yeah, in the UK, because we've got BBC One, BBC Two, and the whole BBC thing, we have to pay a licensing fee, even if we're not watching BBC. Oh, same Because we don't, 
yeah because there's no advertising on the bbc we have to pay for the rights to have the bbc even if we don't use it yeah otherwise you're not allowed to watch telly or your ipad or anything now because we've just Uh changed the legislation yeah Yeah, right i remember covering that on the show yeah we got that now and then the snoopers charter (sighs) they're closing in on me guys (laughs) they're gonna get me (laughs) (laughs) look have you watched some movie this week uh, besides Tickled, no. Um, I did watch that. I, I thought it was good. Uh, actually, I, I wrote this down. I skipped it over from our Illuminati WWE. Do you guys see Raw? It's the movie Sing. This is uh, an yes. animated film. Yes. What company do you, do you, did you see what company makes that? No. It's Illu- Illumination <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Uh, but no, I, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of time, uh, West Coast Wrestling Connection show this weekend. Uh, it was really good. Uh, a lot of driving and stuff that I always do for that. But um, it all went well, and those those shows uh, should be pretty good uh, coming out soon. Hey. Cool. And I have not watched a movie this week. But yeah. this, well, you, this week you were copying flew me. by for me. I think you're just copying me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're both just copying. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I did find something uh, interesting. Uh, uh, I did a little math, and I was like, "Hmm, I wonder how much, how many hours we've made a podcast." And I, I was like, "I'll just average this out: sixty-one episodes. Let's say two hours each is, uh, oh, uh, it's around a hundred. It's like, uh, around one hundred and twenty-five to one hundred and thirty hours, which you could sit down and listen to our podcast if you loaded up all the episodes for five plus days straight." Wow. Yep, that's just the audio we've created, not the time we've spent to create it. So we're amazing. I, I thought that <laughs> was interesting. So well, you guys are. You guys actually do stuff. I just talk for a little bit. <laughs> Come on, Tilly, don't uh, undersell yourself. Oh, sorry, I talk in a female and British accent for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love your little British accent. So yeah, everyone does. It's fine. That's why I get away you with not doing anything. Lot. You bring a lot. Come on. <laughs> All right, shut up. Okay. I'm going to shut up. Uh, we are going to listen to the uh, trailer audio for Office Christmas. Ooh, somebody is getting fired. Oh, no. It's my sister. You're having a nice Christmas jacket. Party tonight, but it's not a Christmas party. Yeah. It's a Wait, they're supposed to be brother and sister? Inclusive. Well, whatever you call it, it's not happening. How does that work? It's canceled. Yeah. Hey, idiot, I'm looking right at you. Okay, we're not doing it. We'll still do it. <laughs> this branch is failing. I'm shutting you down. You gotta give us a little bit of time to turn this around. All right. If by some miracle you can close Walter Davis and his $14 million account, your jobs are safe. Done. Uh, You'll see. You're gonna look so stupid. Then we'll finally have something in common. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's so Guys, it's one of those, you've got a deadline, you've got to do this. Like at our Christmas party tonight. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jennifer Aniston is one of the people replaced by the Illuminati, because she has not aged at all. Oh, she looks better than she did when she was started friends. F-word Christmas, B-word. Let's get mother F-word drunk. Lawson. <laughs> it's my birthday. Uh, it's really committing. <laughs> it's my birthday. Uh, that is kind of funny. <laughs> Right 
greatest party ever. Hashtag open bar. Who are you sending that to? Wow, Everyone this looks very teenage go. movie, doesn't it? It, yeah. it does. Please just drive. I just dropped off four people there at that party. But if you want a big Christmas party like movie. A bunch of what did you just say? I said they were a bunch of bitches. Tonight, the decisions you make will have consequences that will haunt you for the rest of your professional lives. Pull over or I will shoot your penis in the face. Uh, this is Hangover Christmas Edition, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Hangover Christmas Edition with a bit of that when all those teen house party films came out. What did you guys do to him? <laughs> house party like... Kid in play? I think he meant to swing there. Depilidating injuries are so funny. Where'd you get these? Yeah. Uh, he could die! Yeah. When the CEO tries to close her hard partying brother's branch, he and his chief technical advisor must rally their co-workers and host the most ep epic office party in an effort to impress a potential client. So that's the gimmick here. It's got a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. So kind of, that's a little higher than I thought, but 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Which isn't too bad for Rotten Tomatoes, to be fair. <sighs> yeah, it's, um, it's not above 50%, so. But no. it's, yeah. Does not look great. So where on Facebook did you find your reviews, Luke? I've got two kind of short ones here, but um, I got one from Mark Davis. He said, worst film of the year. Congrats on promoting stupidity and dumbing down your viewers. If this is what passes for comedy today, I'll gladly stick to the classics. And someone named Patrick Quarzo. Quarzo, eh, yeah. How can you gather supposedly the best comedians of the day and make such a bomb? So sad, all talent, money, energy, and creativity, uh, and they throw it together and birth a big flop. Nobody so, wants to birth a big not flop. A lot of, not a lot of love on the Facebook page, mostly people hating on this film. I did not see very, like, one or two maybe in a post. Uh, would there be somebody saying, oh, yeah, this, I, I really like this movie, so... Hmm. Uh, what about you, Tilly? Where on Rotten Tomatoes did you find your review? Well, I also found two. I found one that I have to read because of the way it's written. It it made me chuckle quite a bit. It's Eric W. that gave it two stars. Even film, full stop. I expected more from this film, but there was no, there was not much to laugh. In the hall of the cinema remained pretty quiet on a small chuckle after occasionally. That's it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make any sense. Shall I do it again? See if we yeah. can see if we can decipher it. Even film, full stop. I expected more from this film, there's a comma there, but there was not much to laugh, full stop. In the hall of the cinema remained pretty quiet on a small chuckle after occasionally, full stop. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yep. So I, I don't know. Totally what that agree. Means. Totally agree with that. That uh, Dean F. Of this film. Yeah. Dean F. Also gave it two stars and said it in English. He said, "Oof, I do not recommend. No big laughs. Weak plot. Disjointed. Too many characters. Just really bad." And I'm a huge fan of these types of movies. 
Yeah. I found uh, Bruce Bruce F on uh, a little thing called Rotten Tomatoes. It's and he gave this one star and said it's hard to pick a most uh, memorable part of of his Christmas party because it's really doesn't have any. <laughs> the jokes range between barely funny and desperately unfunny. This is a kind of script you expect from somebody who just wants to cross make a Christmas film off their bucket list. There's no interesting character. The worst uh, is Kate McCannon's character who resorts to be a bad second grade human. Pass at every cost. Wow. So, yeah, glowing reviews. Yeah. Right. <laughs> totally. This Everybody loves not this. Look like anybody wants to see it. Sounds super amazing. I'm going to pass on it for some strange reason. <laughs> but hey, this Sunday, uh, there's something I can't pass. Because it's in the way. Did you see that? what I did there? <laughs> oh, clever. Uh, thank you. Because it's roadblock. End of the line gimmick and thing. Is next year going to be roadblock, end of the line, U-turn, follow diversion, left at the light, round the corner? <laughs> every, every year there's a new... Uh, like, yeah, a new direction. Yeah. Then turn left. At your grandmother's <laughs> house, you see a red house. <laughs> yeah. Not that house. It's the Stroke next house. the black cat. Find yeah. a parcel. <laughs> so let's go into it. Roadblock, uh, kiss your mom from me, predictions. Look. Holy wow. What? Oh, okay. I'm looking at the wrong roadblock. Holy wow. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what, what are all these matches that I don't know what they are? And I was like, oh, okay, I see. This is the wrong roadblock. I'm looking at roadblock from 2016 March. So this is actually the second roadblock of 2016. <laughs> no. Wow. Yep. They just don't want to get us smoothly through it. Well, they? The, they, the, the original roadblock was right before WrestleMania, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember. It was supposed to be a roadblock before WrestleMania, and they've moved it, so it's not a roadblock before WrestleMania anymore. So, yeah. But on this one, our opening match, or I guess our pre-show match, Big Cass versus Rusev, which I don't know why that's in the pre-show spot, but... yeah. That's, oh, the um, thing I looked at it said it was Enzo or Cass versus Rusev. Oh, it's uh, on Is Raw. It? They said that it was going. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. Cass. Yes, Cass, yeah. I mean, yes. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Enzo comes out, but it's going to be Cass versus Rusev. It's supposed to be. He's supposed to be defending um, Lana. Uh, his aunt, his honor, honor. Yeah. yeah, and it's for a title. So. Uh, Is it? No. Uh, well, I'm yeah. seeing singles match. So. Oh, I have it then... for the title. So. Wait, it does Rusev. Rusev has a title? The American yeah, no, title, it's... yeah. Does he? No. Uh, Roman Reigns has the US title. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yep. Think about this match. <laughs> then it doesn't really matter. Yeah, um, and so 
Gosh. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the faces. Uh, Cass, you're going with. Yep. All right. With Cass as well. Tilly? Um, oh, I want to go for Cass, but it seems to do me really well if I just go for the opposite of you guys. So let's say Rusev wins and defends Lana's honor because it doesn't matter. That's mm-hmm. fine with me because if you would have <laughs> said Cass, I probably would have switched over. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Next match, let's go with Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman. Oh, this is such a face. I think so. I I think he needs to win this match. There's no freaking who, point. Who, if you got to give us a name, bro. I'm us a name guessing here. Sami Zayn. Oh, Sami Zayn, yeah. Good, because that's who I've written. You say the face. I'm going to decipher that how I will. <laughs> oh, I must. I, I'm totally... Must have skipped, not heard that. All right. Uh, Sami Zayn. Uh, let's see. What did I go? Uh, Tilly, why don't you go next? Because I, I have an interesting one here. Um, okay. Well, I was thinking Sammy. Because okay. again. And I went with a time limit draw. Ooh. Mm. Yep. So, so you are going to lose if there right. isn't a time limit draw, right? Right, or, yeah. Because you can't get both time limit draw and... Uh... Well, yeah. Uh, either we all lose and Braun Strowman wins, or you guys yep. win, or I win if there's a draw. So, okay. how about I just say how about I just say draw, and, and we'll just call it a draw. So Sure. Okay. All, right. all right, next... Uh, Cruiserweight Championship match: Rich Swan versus T.J. Perkins versus Brian Kendrick. Which I have not watched 205 Live, so I don't know any of the backstory to any of this. But me either, and I haven't watched this week's Raw or SmackDown either. Just finished oh. last week's. <laughs> I've seen Raw. I haven't seen SmackDown this year yet. Uh, um, yeah, I saw Raw, but SmackDown's not super important to this pay per view. So yeah, yeah. Except uh, for the Sami Zayn thing, maybe. But other than that. I have too much faces going on here, but I think he's going to retain title. All right. Who has the title uh, at the minute? Is it TJ Perkins? Uh, no, Rich it's Rick Swan. Rich Swan. Swan. Okay. So, Fro says the Swan Man. Uh, Tilly, why don't you go next? Uh, TJ Perkins. All right. Um, let's just make it fun. I'll go with Brian Kendrick. I picked Rich Swan, but there's three people. There's three of us. Let's just make this fun. Yeah. 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 All right. Next, we have 30 minute Iron Woman's match, which I'm going to call it that, but they're not going to. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair for the Women's Championship. Oh, I, hey, I think I said in the last match, I have too much uh, phases going over, but no way Charlotte is going to win that. Is it? Is it? I'm saying Charlotte. Uh, I, I can't say Charlotte. I'm going. Uh, yeah, I'm going Sasha. I went Sasha. <laughs> They're oh, not going to shot it back and forth again, are they? Like, why would no, they? Please, please, no. Yeah, I expected us to be totally con- uh, have a consensus on this one, so I'm not surprised. All right. Yeah, let's all agree on this one. Although hey, last time we for did. For the fuck of it! For the fuck of it! Let's go me with Flair. <laughs> I 
I've just written down. I've written down. <laughs> Sasha crossed it out. Charlotte crossed it out. Sasha crossing it out. Charlotte's going back again. <laughs> uh, just, just to be different. I don't difficult. think that, I don't think that, but just to be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, I've got a big uh, black square with a tiny little Charlotte written in it. <laughs> All right, next, uh, Seth Rollins versus Chris Jericho. Just a regular match. Yeah, Chris, Jericho, I need some heels in this show. I said uh, Rollins. And I've said Rollins, too. All right. Although I've not been watching, so we'll see. (laughs) There really isn't very much, like, storyline going on between the Rollins-Jericho thing to really pick up on, so... It's kind of yeah. a guess, but this one is, at least for me, was even more of a guess. Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Uh, this is so hard. I'll go first, then I say Kevin Owens. Then I've had a first pick on one of them. Uh, Fro, why don't you go next? Because I, 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 this is a toss-up. Like on my, on my own picks, I cross it out yeah. twice and then have. Yeah, I really don't know. Like this is so extremely hard for me for, to predict. Uh, I hope there's Owens. I think it's going to be Reigns. That's not the, the thing. They are so up on that guy. Right. He does remember have the U.S. Championship. So I know, but uh, uh, if. If uh, what, what uh, does does Owen need two titles? That's the thing. No, Reigns is the one that would get two titles because this isn't for the U.S. Championship. It's only for the Universal Championship. We just oh, have an Owen title. Oh, it isn't title for title. No. Uh, uh, then I'm going. He. I don't know. Look. Can't you go first? Oh my gosh, bro! <laughs> you're never. You're just. You, see what Fro's doing here is he just wants to pick the opposite. So I'm gonna go <laughs> Roman Reigns, and then he can't pick the opposite because we each picked one. <laughs> see how I did that? Yeah. <laughs> Good work. Okay, I'm going all once then. You are locked in. Kevin right. Owens. I, this was a big toss-up for me. I I wrote Reigns. This is while I was watching Raw. I wrote Reigns, cross it out. I wrote Reigns yeah. again and cross it out, and then I put <laughs> Owens. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah. We've got one match left, haven't we? To call. Yeah. Uh, no, that's it. What about no. New Day versus Gallows and Anderson and/or Cesaro and yeah. Sheamus? Yeah. Oh, I don't have that on my list, so. Ah, well, we have New Day ah. versus Gallows and Anderson and or Sheamus and Cesaro. Yep, and I think it's going to be a title change. Yeah, it's a tag team titles one, said the I... site that I looked at. Yeah, I'm right. going to pick Sheamus uh, Cesaro. Uh, that's what I would have gone with, too. So uh... There's three teams, so should we do the same gimmick? We don't have to, unless somebody feels I, like they want to do that. 
I can well, I can go I can go with a, a title uh, holder. I can go with New Day. I've just written right. New Day down for me. Okay, so then I go. <laughs> you can okay, have the club I'll... that aren't the club. That yeah, the club I can that pick the club. the club that isn't club, and 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 Luke can uh, have Gallows. I, no, sorry, <laughs> can I have the. Uh, Sorrow and Seamus. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's fine that's with me. Especially Lucy, Luke gets to win I this. I I had no idea this match was happening. So any, uh, I just don't think New Day is going to retain. I would go with either of the other two. So I'm fine with either of those. Yeah, me too. Hey, roadblock is predicted. All right, is predicted. Yeah, we have predicted it. Yeah. Um. Uh, hey, Luke. Um, hey what? Uh, huh? Hey what? Hey Luke. <laughs> hey what? Hey Luke. Uh, now boys. Knock, knock. <laughs> Say knock knock. knock. knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? I don't know. All right, keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital sunset. Uh, <laughs> so you watched a stupid little show this week? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, well, let's get into it. But what did you guys think of it? Um, it reminded me quite a bit of. Um, did you ever watch like Angel, the spin-off from Buffy? Yes. It reminded me of that kind of thing. Yes, I'm so uh, glad you said that. I remember seeing like clips of that show, just like switching through channels, but I I don't think I ever watched the episode. Oh but no, I, you'd, you'd I, have it, to watch it to understand the, what it was. Okay, I was gonna say maybe the camera style, maybe a little bit, but I don't. Yeah, I don't even know. No. Charge, um, yeah. but then there's the all the occult things, and some people can really do things. Some people are just pretending uh-huh. to do things, and yeah. Oh right, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. that is really. Very nope. wolf ramen heart. And and I um I I I must admit when I was done off with this episode, I was thinking, are we really going to do this fucking show? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? Like I I I'm kind of interested, but to be completely honest, I I I don't really I I. I didn't really like this episode. I was in the middle, maybe. I think uh, I was on the fence. It's still episode one, so I think it's too close to call. But there was some good storyline stuff in here. But the um, acting, some of the cinematography is is not that great. Um, Yeah. I really like some of the storyline elements. And I think this is really, really well written. As far as the writing goes, it's pretty awesome. But everything else lacks for sure yeah yeah remind me when we get into it when we talk about fonzo because there's a couple of things i have to say about his character and uh, the guy that plays him anyway i i i've seen that fucking stupid show we we talked about burn notice or whatever it's called and i I didn't like him in that I, i i don't like him in this either like he's such a bad actor. Like he can't, a lot of B, B actors and actresses. He can't be acting. <laughs> yeah, he right, can't yes. emote for. Well, that kind of goes with the package. 
he can't he can't move his face and 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 I mean the one thing like, you got to remember fro is uh, reviewing a show that's terrible could be a lot more fun than reviewing a show that's good yeah because we get a big because it's horrible this I wouldn't it say than... is horrible it's like right on the cusp of being bad but yeah. Again, we're only in the first episode, so... That's oh, why I said no. it's like Angel, though, because I love And the Angel. other thing is, we might get into this, and this might be Fro the whole time. Oh, is that what happened? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I understand now. That might be what happened. So let's see. Let's get into yeah. this. Shut Eye, episode one. This episode was called Death. Um, with a question mark we... on? Sorry? On the... With a question mark on, or what? Like, Say that again? Yeah? A Christian mark? Question. Oh, a question mark. Okay. No, it's just, <laughs> With I a think Christian it, mark on it? I was like, what is he talking about? Um, yeah, you know, the Eye of Horus. <laughs> right, exactly. The Illuminati. Um, I'm assuming it's referring to the death card. Uh, but yeah, we uh... open up with a tarot card reading. And we meet our main character, Charlie Haverford, who's played by Jer- Jeffrey Donovan, which... Fro already mentioned, and he's doing a card reading with his lady, and he says, uh, it'll be $500 for the candle and the ceremony. Basically, he's scamming her, because he, you would get in trouble if you just ca- charge somebody $500 for a reading, but if you charge him for the candle, and it's the not... Prayer. Yeah, it's not a fraud. You're not... There's no fraud involved. So... Yeah. Um, but he, we get like a, a just a montage now, which this was the first sign for me that like okay, we're opening this whole show with a montage. Not a great sign. Yeah. To start yeah. Um, and we get this montage of him ripping people off, and he the final one he the, he's meeting with this girl, and she's saying that she thinks her boyfriend's cheating on her. He says, "Uh, I'm. It's definite. I'm sure he is." And she's kind of hitting on him now that she knows her boyfriend's a jerk or whatever, or she thinks he is. And we find out that Charlie is married. So and next we go. Charlie. Uh, well, yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> some of the names I will mention before they mention in the show, just so I can reference the character. But yes. Um, next we go to a party. And I want to say this is a bachelorette party, maybe a baby shower. What did you guys think? I thought it was. When they were all, I didn't know what kind of party it was. I yeah, they didn't it. It tell just, us, but it was yeah. all women. Number one, there wasn't a single man in the whole place. So I was assuming maybe bachelorette party or baby shower, one or the yeah. other. Yeah. Um, but I, it might not even be important. Maybe it will be in the future because there's a lot of things about this that I went into it, the first one going, oh, that won't matter. And then when you get into it, you're like, oh, these little things actually do matter in the show. I was kind yeah. of hoping this show wouldn't be as complex but it is kind of a complex show as far as the storyline goes. So we meet Linda Haverford, uh, who's played by Katie Strickland. And she is, uh, she says she's a housewife. And we find out that Charlie is our, obviously her husband. And Charlie used to be, um, she says he used to be a magician in Vegas, but now he is a psychic. And the lady kind of looks at her like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's... <laughs> Weird. That must suck. Yeah, and she says, uh, "What? Ninety-five uh, percent of them are scam artists." Uh, so we go to this other fortune teller, and we meet Sylvia Haverford, uh, who's played by Leah Gibson. None of these people I've ever heard of, except for uh, 
Jeffrey Donovan so far, but there are some yeah. people in this that we have heard of. And she definitely and looks nothing like her brother, I have to say. Nothing no. at all. There needs to be something of, written into the story. None of them look this. alike, but I think I, I I'll tell you in a minute, but I I, I think it's going to be explained in the show, in the show, but Yeah. Uh, I think they're kind of tricking us right now. She's performing some kind of weird ceremony to uncurse this guy who says he's got a curse on him. <clears throat> so he gives her some money that he says is cursed. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she puts it in this ceremonial pot and she asks to, for him to give her an egg. And when she opens this egg up, blood pours out of it. And she says it's much worse than I thought it was. And then out of nowhere, this guy grabs the bowl and like hits her right in the side of the face, right in the temple, not knocking her to the floor. And we see that she switched the money and the egg. Uh, so this was all a big trick. And the guy says, you don't work Bujo ever. Bujo is ours. And we cut to our opening credits i guess and i was thinking why 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 is it talking about bushu sauce because like i was 110 percent uh, convinced that bouchon was a <laughs> was a french <laughs> sauce so i had to google it and i was wrong <laughs> I was gonna say i've never heard of that sauce but okay uh, that 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 might be why. But it, but it was it, it was amusing for me. I was like, he she's stealing a sauce. <laughs> yeah, nobody did, uses my sauce. What did you think it was, Tilly? Um, I thought it was something to do with her doing magic, and that because he says that's ours. Yeah, I, and she. I got thought the... it was a place. I thought it was a place, and she was, you know, working in an area she wasn't supposed to. You know what I mean? Uh, I yeah. Know. Yeah, that could also be. <laughs> well, we find out. We find yeah. out later, or at least I, I found out later. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, I know that, but uh, but I, I was so so convinced uh, there was a source of show. So he'd been using it, and she wasn't allowed to. Yeah, yeah there was so much uh, pointing towards culinary in this show so far. But <laughs> the opening scene, which Shut I thought was, the opening credits were terrible. <laughs> what did you think of the opening bit? Horrible! Oh God, I don't cheap. even remember them. It was like the different shots of LA, and then it had the kind of um, uh, blur effect with the colors on it. Yeah, and then it just had the titles. It was very not very exciting. It was very blah. That's why um, I don't remember it. Then seemed kind of like it was done just at the last minute, didn't it, Fro? Yeah. Okay. Like someone had ten minutes to make credits. Right, and they just went around around the office and like took the camera and shot a few things, and yes. then put some filters yes. over it and put the credits on yes. it, and we're like done. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we go uh, after our credits. We see a mailman, and he's walking up to a house, and we go inside the house, and we meet Eduardo uh, Berdo- Ber- all, but we'll call him Eduardo, and this, he's played by David Zayas, who of course is from Dexter. You guys remember him yep. from that? Yeah. As soon as he uh, popped up, I heard his voice, and I was like, oh, "Angel." Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They really age, age him in this. Yeah, they make him look much older in this, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, and shaven because he's completely clean shaven. That threw me off a lot as well. Yeah. It was the gray hair that really got me, but they they do a good job of kind of making him look like a different person because. Uh, 
I, I can't really think of anything else he's been in since then. So, yeah, people no. are going to kind of identify him as that. But so Charlie, we find out Charlie's doing a reading with Eduardo and he, Charlie told El- Eduardo that he's got a curse on him at some point. And Eduardo says he's having hard times in his business right now and that his little girl is always sick and he his son has been recently diagnosed with Asperger's. And he wants Charlie to fix his son. And I was kind of like, he doesn't seem to understand mental illness very well, but okay. Yeah, he can't really fix Asperger's. <laughs> I guess this is coming from like, well, he believes in uh, tarot card readings already, so... You know, he believes in magic, so that's what he's yeah. thinking here. But he's Charlie, still in the wrong place. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. But Charlie still, uh, he says he needs the kid's shirt, uh, and he won't take any money till he knows he can help this kid. So he's definitely working a like, like kind of a long con on this guy. He doesn't want to just take a little money. He wants to really get this guy's money, it seems like. Um, so they go, they leave, or they're outside the house. Eduardo's leaving, and... Linda drives home and with groceries, and Eduardo has a brand new car. And I wrote here, product placement much? <laughs> well, oh, delay. Sorry, my cat just attacked my um, headset. Ah. Oh. She's gone now. She was just attacking the tassels on my hoodie, and now she attacked my mic. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we get this, he's got this really nice car, I don't know, like a Mercedes of some type. It's brand new. Obvious product placement here. We get a bit more product placement later in the show, which I never like. Um, especially no, when it's not, super not, obvious. Yeah, they make it so blatant in the show. Like, look at my new car! <laughs> right, exactly. And they have that shot that's in every car commercial. It's from the same yeah. angle and everything. Yeah. So... Uh, but Eduardo says, oh, yeah, I got it. Uh, I got a guy who owes me. That's how I got this car. And Linda, after Eduardo leaves, says he is a guy, meaning like he's he's a wise guy, kind of. And she, uh, Charlie says, he told me he's in packaging. And <laughs> he says the only thing he packages is cocaine and body parts and that you need to watch out. For <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. There are some so Linda, funny lines in this. Show, right. So. Totally. I think we'll play that one scene with Bonzo, like, in the show. I think I'm going to cut that out and put it in. We'll, mm. we'll get to it in a second. Uh, Linda asks Charlie uh, if he slept with the woman that was, like, hitting on him earlier. And he says no, but she doesn't seem super impressed by this. Did you guys notice that? Yeah. And I wrote here, are they married? And I'm starting to think none of these people are actually family. Like, it's all a big Yeah. Step. Okay. I think so. As That's well. why him and Sylvia don't look alike because they're not actually related. That's what I'm kind of yeah. thinking yep. is happening. Um, I think it's a big scam myself. I think in the next episode, I think the idea of out, them so. being a family, like they moved there and they became a family because they're all scam artists and they. Yeah. But I think we'll find out later. So, you haven't seen they any more of this, bro. You've just seen the first episode, right? I've just seen the first. Yeah, I okay. wouldn't shoot. Cool. Oh, I thought you said something about the second episode, but all right. I said I would. I'm sure the second episode will show us that they are not even related. That's right, totally. But we could go a little longer. I, I'm kind of thinking they might, they might stretch it out a bit, but we'll see what happens. I guess. Uh, I, back inside the house. Be... Yeah. Go ahead. No, I will be happy with either. I said. Oh, okay. So back inside the house, we find out that. 
they haven't heard from Charlie's sister. Uh, and that she's gone missing for a day or whatever. She usually calls and she hasn't called. So, And we find out that Linda has a kid named Nick. And right here we get some rice roni product placement in the groceries <laughs> super blatantly. Uh, yep. And Linda tells Charlie about Nadine, who's the woman she met at the party. Um, uh, or what, whatever it was, I guess, bachelorette party or whatever. This is Nadine Davis, played by Mel Harris. Uh, and Linda says Nadine has real money and that they that she wants them to go after this lady. And Charlie says that it's if it's a long con, we have to set it, send it up the chain to Fonzo. And Linda seems like she doesn't want to send it up to Fonzo, but we don't know who Fonzo is yet. So now we go to Charlie in his car. Kind of a weird scene transition right here. And Charlie's in his car. And we find out he's kind of on his business route. Right at the beginning, we kind of we, we see a white van in his rearview mirror. And Charlie's going around to, like, all the local psychic um, establishments. And he's collecting money from them. So he's obviously, you know, the money guy who goes around and collects from all these businesses, taking them back to the boss. And he's also doing repairs on tricks. So he's also apparently a repairman, uh, which we know he was a magician. So that makes sense. And the white van is still following Charlie after all this. Uh, and so Charlie loses him. And he moves on to the next psychic. And he walks in and we find out that this is uh, Sylvia's place. So this is where uh, his sister uh, was. And this is the same place that we saw earlier where she got hit in the face. So we find out this is Sylvia. And Sylvia tells Charlie what happened uh, with the guy hitting her in the face. And Charlie says he's going to have to talk to Fonzo. And you can tell he's kind of uh, apprehensive because she lied a little bit about the story. And he knows that she was doing something she shouldn't have. And he says, you're lucky you didn't lose an eye. You tried to pull a gypsy scam on a gypsy, is what he says. So we know whatever she was doing in her scam, uh, the guy she was doing it on, that guy was a gypsy. So... Obvious and that's what he meant by his hours. Right, exactly. He's, uh, obviously, Bujo is the... Uh, whatever type of scam she's pulling is yeah. called Bujo. Uh, and she was trying to pull it on the people who invented it. And that's why she got her ass kicked. So it kind of makes sense. Oh, yeah. She's an idiot. So, right here we meet Fonzo. Uh, played by Angus Sampson. Of, uh, he was in Max Fury, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, he was in Fargo, the TV show. He's been in a few things, but yeah. he's in a he's at a mansion and he is uh, lying down on a diving board. And so let's just cut right here to the audio of that uh, real quick. They made four nails to use in the crucifixion, one for each of Jesus's hands, one for his feet. The fourth was made of gold and it was for his heart. On the night before the crucifixion, a gypsy boy stole the golden nail. So they crucified Jesus with only three. When it was over, God came to the gypsy boy and told him that his theft had saved Jesus from the pain of a nail in the heart. To repay him, 
God gave the gypsies the right to steal without moral consequence. Stealing from gypsies, however, will fuck you inside and out. All right, so yeah, what did you guys think about that scene? That His whole speech right here. I, uh, I, I think... Okay, you go first, Tully. If this is the whole thing about um, Jesus's golden uh, yes, of nail course. being you taken, just heard it. Can't, didn't you just hear it? No, I edited that in, so totally didn't hear it. But yes, that's the scene we're at. <laughs> okay, just double checking. I don't want to start spouting off and sound like an idiot. I'm like I probably just did anyway. Yeah, I liked all that. The backstory of setting the gypsies up so that you know this is why they can live how they do and everything. But this Fonzo character has really annoyed me already. And it might just be because I'm stereotyping a lot of gypsies and travellers. But he's not saying anything right, and he only has two children. He's not a gypsy. No, I ain't having that. If he's only got two kids and he's saying Romani, I've never, I've never heard any traveller or gypsy or anything ever say Romani gypsy. Right. I think that's probably just um, a problem with the translation of the script. Because mm. I think... It's probably supposed to be Romney, but this guy read it wrong, and then nobody corrected him because yeah. the people doing the show don't actually have any real knowledge of gypsy culture. Yeah, Is that which, what you're trying to tell us? Yes, yes. It really, 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 really pissed me off. All you have to do is watch bloody TLC for half an hour, and you'll see something about gypsies with them saying that they're Romney Charles or they're Romney gypsies, or even just Romany, but not right. Romani. The other thing is, Armani. this is... This is based in West Coast United States, where maybe this is the lingo and we don't know about it. You know what I mean? So we got to put that into perspective because maybe on the yeah, East Coast, they say they're I've Armenian, shows... though. And it's not the Armenian way of saying it either. Oh, OK. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, no, he's wrong. <laughs> I, I'm just saying over time, if they moved all the way to the West Coast of California, maybe their lingo has changed. Yes, <laughs> Who knows? maybe. In yeah. this non I, I agree with Tilly. I, uh, like, it sounds like he says Armani. I was yeah. thinking that myself. And I swear I was, at some like, point thinking... he tries to say Gorgia and says it wrong as well. And again, he's only got that, two children. That was what I was about age. to say. Is he doesn't say, he uses a different word for Gorgia. Yeah. Which totally is a different word. And it's a worldwide I'm trying to think thing. that this is something, this is a whole different version of gypsy speak that we don't know about, is what I'm thinking. Maybe it is. Maybe they've done a made-up gypsy thing so that they don't offend real ones. That could be it, too. Totally. Or either that but or... But this would just... offend real ones, anyway. <laughs> You're saying oh, everything yeah. wrong. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, at least most of the kids aren't going to be watching TV, so th there's that. But What? <laughs> most gypsy kids don't watch a lot of TV, so... Yeah, they do. Sorry. Well, aren't they... <laughs> They're not supposed to. They're supposed to just be working and doing that that whole thing. That's like part no, of their no. culture. The children play through the day because they don't they don't go right. to school, especially the boys. The little boys exactly. will be sat in watching telly or they'll be driving around in a car or riding on the horse and stuff. But they definitely sit in their trailers watching telly. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I had, all I of them have a telly in them. I had gleaned that the, at least in that culture, they more um, push for physical activities and try to keep them away from uh internet and ipads and things like that because that's just going to expose them to the outside world and stuff so oh no they're only they're allowed the lads can do what they want 
the boys can do whatever they want. Oh yeah, maybe seeing that whatever, just, doing whatever. Maybe, maybe yeah, the girls. Yeah. yeah, the girls are allowed DVDs and things. So their their parents or whoever's in charge will let them have certain DVDs. They're only allowed certain things. They can sit watching them. But yeah, the that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, just the women. Uh, that would make more sense because they want to keep that whole controlling influence. You can't go to school after this certain amount of time and all that. So, yeah, yeah. that does make sense. Um, right. And th- I, they would never want them on the Internet because that would expose them to craziness. But Oh, yeah. No, God, no. All right. But continuing then... here. This is going to be the longest show of all time, I think, which we said that last week. It was nowhere close. But this week we're really doing it. So, um <laughs> Where were we? We're going. We're going for the goal. Is that the goal? We're going the distance. We're going for speed. Yep. Yeah. Um. This, yep. uh, bah, bah, bah. So Fonzo says that Sylvia, uh, has to pay for breaking the rules, and and Charlie's trying to be- beg him like, don't do anything bad to my sister, and Fonzo says he's going to take away some of Charlie's businesses because his sister messed up. Uh, East Hollywood and Van Nuys is what he says. And Sylvia and Charlie... Uh, he says that Sylvia and Charlie are gake. Is what it, that's the word he uses for gorger. Yeah. That, it, it just makes no sense. That whole word, I guess, maybe, yeah, just made up for the show, is what I'm thinking. And apparently I they so. are... I hope so. Yeah, I, I really hope so, because e- either they are uh, really ignorant or or, or, or or they made it up. Let's hope it's made up. Yeah, we say that, but maybe we're ignorant and this is a real word and we just don't know about it. So let's not keep, keep let's not leave anything out. But um, they aren't uh, people who are we'll call them gorgers aren't supposed to do bujo is what he says. Yeah. And only gypsies are supposed to do bujo. And Linda and Charlie, um, we find out that Linda and Charlie tried to set up a shop in L.A. Uh, when they first came to L.A. And Fonzo, he found out about it and he came and beat up Charlie. And that's why Charlie is kind of his his henchman, I guess, now. He's kind of his, uh, does whatever he says. I want to, he's bitch. kind of his bitch. Yeah. yeah. And Fonzo says uh, that Sylvia has to come to something called council. And Charlie seems like, oh, my gosh, I don't want my sister to go to this council thing. This kind of reminded me very much of uh, that thing in um, the with the green spit. I thought they were going to give him some kind of hallucinogen, but no. Um, uh, do you know what I kept thinking? You know, the uh, the witch's council inside Sabrina the Teenage Witch's closet. <laughs> I remember that. In, yeah, like, that's what the, I thought. In the Cloud City or whatever. like. Yeah, with the... Is it Penn or Teller? Is it Teller that was in there? Was it both of them? I, I think both of them. Were both of them. Yeah, both. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Teller still didn't talk in that, so they kept kayfabe even yeah. in that show. Uh, but Fonzo and if, gives... Uh, yeah, and if people doesn't know what TV show we're talking about, Google it. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what Sabrina the Teenage Witch is, but I could be wrong. Um, if you don't, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. At least everybody in America for sure knows. But, and anybody my uh, age here. Definite. Well, yeah, I guess you would also have to be in the right age bracket. But Fonzo mm. gives Charlie a stolen credit card. Uh, he says he he says it's to buy something nice for Linda. And Fonzo's mother is there, kind of greets Charlie, and we find out that they know each other, too. 
So we know this gypsy family is running this scam business is really what we get at this end scene. Yeah. And she's the best actor in this, or I should say actress. Uh, yeah. There's this scene that I'll get to that I thought she was terrible in, but the end scene. I think I know the scene that you mean. We'll get to it. Uh, We go in. Charlie leaves. You get it. Gets in the car. Uh, and Charlie and Linda are talking on the phone. And Linda, uh, Charlie tells Linda that Sylvia is going to go to council and that they're losing the two parlors. And Linda, we see Linda in her car, and she is following Nadine and taking pictures of her house and you know, kind of scoping her out. And Charlie sees the white van, and he hangs up with uh, Linda. And- white van and he asks you know what the hell do you want why are you following me and the guy gets out and beats the crap out of charlie and we find out this is the boyfriend of the girl at the very beginning of the show who uh charlie said was cheating on her but he wasn't so charlie you know he gets knocked out so he goes to the hospital and we find out charlie has a fractured skull and a concussion and that this kind of injury can cause a cliff effect is what the doctor says that if it can be fine, 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 then all of a sudden everything can go to shit. So. Yeah, which is true. Like if you start, if you get a concussion, you got to keep an eye on yourself or be kept an eye on for so long. And if well, you feel if you sick, a, double vision. If you have a fractured skull, you have a serious concussion. It's yeah, just, as if they yeah, didn't yeah. keep him in for that. Oh no, you've just broken mm. your head. If he <laughs> right, checked we're not out enough, it. like if they did the CAT scans and everything checked out, then maybe. But, but still, for observations. Yeah. What if you got superpowers yeah, all of that's a sudden? The other thing, have to in know. America, in America, it depends on what kind of insurance you have. Oh, um, shit, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Linda <laughs> arrives, and uh, Charlie lies to the doctor about be- getting beat up. He just says he fell, slipped when he got out of his car. It was very much like, oh, I got hit with the doorknob. But and what, then a I boot fell out onto my face. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah, I had a boot that was just full of sand, and it just just fell out and smacked me right in the face. Broke my skull. So they leave the hospital, and Linda tells Charlie about uh, the recon she did up on Nadine, falling around. She says how much money this lady has, and they should, you know, try to scam this lady. And Charlie says we got to go to Fonzo, but Linda says I don't want to settle for Fonzo's scraps anymore. So Linda wants to go against this guy who is clearly uh, some type of gangster because he has, you know, at his house, he's got henchmen just kind of all around him all the time. Yeah, it's like gangster gypsy. Right, exactly. Guy. You wouldn't, even if you don't believe that he's a real gypsy, you still wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> You'd never call him on it. He definitely got crazy eyes. This guy has got the crazy eyes down, yeah. Yeah. So back at Charlie and Linda's house, uh, they drive home and they see somebody in the driveway and Linda says it's a hypnotist. She called in from Vegas. And we meet Gina, the hypnotist, who's played by <laughs> Emmanuel Shakiri. Shakiri? Sure. sure. And she knows Charlie and Linda uh, from when Charlie was building magic tricks in Vegas, we find out. And Linda leaves the room, and Gina hypnotizes Charlie with her bracelet. Uh and so we know that at this point we realize, oh man, Gina is like the real deal kind of hypnotist. She's uh, not to be taken lightly. But Linda walks in the room and she sees this going on and she's 
not happy about it. And she says it's unethical. And my husband is vulnerable right now, meaning the concussion. Yeah. Just so, got his head smashed in. Don't mess with his brain, please. Right. So Linda sends Gina home and takes her pot, which that never came up again in the show. I don't know why that. She's like, uh, has marijuana lollipops? And it never uh, comes back up in the show. I think yeah, but- there, there is a reason, though. And I think it's kind of what comes after this. So. Uh, yeah, I guess I get what you're saying. Like, maybe... Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to that. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. But, uh, but Charlie goes in the bathroom and he pukes because of his concussion. And probably a little bit because she just put him in hypnosis while he has a concussion. Uh kind of messing with his brain, you know? Yeah. And without his permission as well, it's not like he, he went into a hypnotist to get something done. Right. Well, yeah. And he's already got a problem with his brain right now and she's messing with his mind. So mm-hmm. going to make you all dizzy and stuff, I guess. So we go to this art gallery and Charlie meets with Fonzo's mother. We find out later his name Rita, but we don't know that right now. But Rita, he's trying to save his sister because he says that Rita <laughs> is the is the actual boss, and he knows that she's above Fonzo, even though Fonzo acts like he's the boss. Yeah. Which, and again, is the says, way that it works. Uh, pretty much, or at least what we've seen so far. Yeah. And uh, she says, I like you, Charlie. You're an honest liar. That's what she says about <laughs> I like that line. Yeah. And she's, uh, she says she'll think about helping his, his sister. Uh. But she's kind of concerned that he's going above Fonzo's head, is what she's thinking. So we go to school, uh, some school, and Charlie picks up Nick uh, after school. And they go to this grocery store, uh, obviously shopping, even though we just saw them go for a big giant shopping thing at the he, beginning of the show. He They're forgot shopping. the pepper. Oh, right. Okay. I remember that. That's why they. That's the only reason they came here. Apparently, is for the one pepper we have in yeah. the shop. So they go to a grocery store, and he's clearly not okay after getting hit in the head. We find out in this scene, and he's he's you know kind of zoning in and out of consciousness. And Charlie starts to hear voices in his head, and he looks down at the green pepper he has, and it's kind of glowing, weird glowing stuff. Like, are, what would you, you describe it as? Like. Yeah, no, I was just wondering if you're saying he's he's going more and more uh, uh, WWE wrestler Randy Orton. Because <laughs> he's hearing voices, he's hearing in, voices his in his head. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. But no, Which, when he's no. looking at the um, thing, when he's looking at the pepper, it's how a lot of people have described doing like mushrooms and stuff when you start hallucinating and it's you see things mm, as they are, okay. but then there's like a weird effect going on with it and it also looked like something from from that fucking stupid movie rubber i would just kind of describe it as like electricity passing over the top of this vegetable is what it looked like yeah yeah or like somebody had spilled a glow stick on it like you know if you get yeah, yeah. Of a glow stick yeah. if that was on yeah, it yeah. just sort of moving around and that material was like made of uh something that would shift around as it was <laughs> I don't know yeah. how to describe ooh, it. Oh, oh, all of the ectoplasm in Ghostbusters too. Oh, right. except, except one. Green, but yeah, yeah, but green, yeah. not pink. <laughs> so we in his head he hears Catherine's a vegan. She can't uh, use butter or chicken broth. Blah de blah de blah. And then 
right after he comes out of this, like, uh, him zoning out, he hear he sees two people walk by him in the grocery store, and the lady says the exact same sentence. Catherine's a vegan. She can't use butter or chicken broth now. No, we and, can if you oh. can't tell her. <laughs> and we find out right here, basically, what does he have? Like ESP or like he kind premonitions. of a little bit into the future. Yeah, yeah he's having premonitions. Yeah. Yes. They're uh, just premonitions ES, yeah. like it's going to happen immediately sort of thing. That whole, oh, I, I, I know the future, but 30 seconds in the future. <laughs> which right now, it, it, this just could be the beginning of his powers. We don't know how mm-hmm. far advanced he's going to get or anything like that. But yes, bro, he has ESP and Ocho. Um, oh, and then he, right after he has this whole episode, he collapses in the supermarket. Uh, knocking a whole bunch of stuff over. Uh, Char- which, if you, this is another part that really made me mad. He collapses in the supermarket. He knocks over all this stuff. And, and it's already uh, splattered behind him. It's ice cream. Yeah. There's ice cream like splattered all over the ground. Was somebody buying melted ice cream? Or did yeah. they just make a display of ice cream and put it out without anything? <laughs> without a this freezer. Is, it, this is oh, yeah. It was, they See, wanted the shot of the, the, you know, the milky stuff on the ground and it would look yeah. really nice. But they didn't think about him falling in the middle of the grocery store <laughs> only holding a pepper. Like where does oh, the ice yeah. come from? And it was so nicely placed behind him as well. Like when he's on yeah. the floor, oh, yeah. the way it's poured out is very on purpose. It, it's very clear that they, that whoever did uh, continuity on this show, was they didn't. Not, they didn't do a great a job of it because maybe this shot no. was being shot at the exact same time as another shot, and they did just, just didn't uh, coordinate well enough. So who knows? But we go to the hospital again. And Charlie's getting a CAT scan this time. And Charlie's daughter comes in, uh, who we haven't met yet. Uh, her name's Vicky. She's played by somebody named Eva Day. She's been in, uh, she's kind of like a preteen actress. She's in a bunch of those kind of shows and things like that. Uh, the doctor uh, says he's not really sure why Charlie passed out and that the CAT scan is totally clean and there's nothing wrong with him. And they really don't know why. So he's going to send him to a special neurologist that is unique, is what he says, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. discharges Charlie. And Charlie, all of a sudden, uh, he's walking out of the hospital, and he gets, I would call it kind of a heightened sense of awareness uh, of everything around him, kind of. Yeah. So he, kn- he can see what e- everything that's happening around him kind of all at once. And sort of hear everybody's conversations and Right, and stuff. so he's... We see this nurse, and he, uh, and we see this pregnant couple, and we see a crazy lady, and a little boy with a razor blade T-shirt, and uh, his daughter snaps him out of this, uh, saying, and he he turns to her and says, "How's your new job?" Which he had already asked her in the scene. So they're like, "Oh man, his brain's messed up, basically." Yeah. And Linda kind of goes, "We gotta go." Uh, we got to go somewhere. Uh, you guys go one place. And you can tell Linda's kind of like, okay, I think I know what's the problem here. So we go to Gina's hotel room. And Charlie grabs Gina and holds her down like instantly when they go in the door. And Linda Linda thinks that when Gina hypnotized Charlie that she messed with his head. And that's why he's passed out in the grocery store. Because um, the doctor said it, w- it was all good, obviously. Yeah. But we kind of know there's something supernatural going on. So. So Charlie, uh, sorry, Charlie covers Gina's mouth 
and they're basically torturing her to get information out of her right here. So Linda grabs a cigarette and she burns like the inside of her leg, which we saw which, in the. Oh my god, hurts so much. If you've never burnt the inside yeah. of your leg with a cigarette, it is the most painful thing you will ever experience. I have done that, not that and I it's pretty, it might be close. Oh, it's, it's horrible. Really, it, it hurts. Mm. All right. Uh, so we find out from this because Gina doesn't want to go through any more of this that G- Gina hypnotized Charlie to get him to hire her to get the two of them to hire her. And she was going to hypnotize him, and then she wanted to call later, call up Charlie, and she would say, like, the magic words or whatever, and it would make Charlie hire her, kind of like a Manchurian candidate kind of thing. But Linda isn't convinced that she's telling the truth, and she wants to torture her more. But it kind of seems like Linda just wants to torture her more. Not so much that she's concerned about it. She (laughs) doesn't look like, yeah, she doesn't look like she's reluctantly torturing her. It looks like right. she's actually quite enjoying herself and having a bit it's of like, fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's a, a little solo sado girl, but sadist. Yeah. Yeah, sadist, sadist yeah. yeah. So she, uh, but Charlie lets her go. Says uh, it, that's enough, and they're leaving. And Linda says, "Next time I'll bring more toys," which I find that interesting for later. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we go back to the house and Linda uh, is, she's kind of turned on by all this obviously she, says she wants to have sex with Charlie but Charlie is more worried about uh, the gypsy council and what's going to happen to his sister so we go back to the man uh, I guess Fonzo's mansion and his mother's and the gypsy council is happening Sylvia's walking with like a candle and all these people are just spitting in her face and she's kind of walking down an aisle of people and are all spitting it on her uh, yeah, and I, we cut... I was thinking this this is such an unclean scene. I feel gross. sorry for this. Yeah, I feel sorry for this actress being spit on by all these people. Oh, right. I don't know. Uh, that video shoot uh, I did, we were being spat on, but the stuff that was spitting on us was um, coffee and golden syrup and fake blood. And that had to be spat still... straight from somebody's mouth. <laughs> Yeah, it's you would think so that they would have some way to make sure it wasn't uh, just spit. I'm sure it's more like water yeah. and things like that. But, but it does lemonade. look great. Yeah. Lemonade's all bubbly. You can bubble it up in your mouth. Well, the thing is, when you saw her, they did a shot to her face, and she was covered in, like, goop. But they could have just Ugh. done that in post as well. So, that, yeah. you know, it's it's all it's all a work. It's a TV show. But, yeah, it was what? very uh, degrading. <laughs> They obviously just wanted to degrade this girl. And so yeah. we cut to afterwards. Sylvia's now drinking scotch or something. And a guy is in the back of the room and he's doing horrible karaoke. Maybe the worst <laughs> karaoke singer of all time. Uh, yeah. He's got this big giant scar on his face for some reason. And right. we find out uh, from Fonzo's mother, Rita, that that whole spit walk we just saw, she just made that up this morning. That was mm-hmm. really uh, like a... That's that wasn't a gypsy so tradition funny. at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, even then, I was like, that is a really weird gypsy tradition. I don't know if that's real. And then I, we find out yeah. it's not. So uh, so Sylvia, she says that, uh, oh, Charlie says that Fonzo told him that Sylvia was, would be able to get out of the business now. And Rita says, uh, he doesn't know, always know what's good for uh 
good for our family and says that she has to stay in the business. And so Rita goes into the other room, and this is where we get the craziest scene of this episode, at least for me. She goes into the other room, and these guys like grab Sylvia, hold her down kind of, and Rita, what, how old do you think this lady is? 70? 75? Something like that. Yeah, uh, right. sort of youngest, late 60s, oldest, yes. maybe early 80s. Yeah. She's still, but she's still quite. She's sprightly for her age. She's got a wig, so it kind of yeah. you can't really super tell. But uh, she grabs a switchblade or like a pocket knife, and she cuts an M into Sylvia's face, like into her cheek. And <sighs> she says that then their gypsy family name is Marks, and that she'll never forget the name their name now. So that was she's kind of again just like humbling this girl, but also at the same time she's. Showing Charlie, hey, don't cross me, you know? Yeah. And Charlie says, she knew the rules. <laughs> He's like, she knew, she kind of brought this on herself, so. Well, and it, she, she's lucky to have got away with what she got away with, really. Right, she could have, like she, like he said earlier, you're lucky you didn't get your eyeballs ripped out. Yeah. Uh, or even so just getting Charlie... smacked in the head the way she did could have killed her, if she should have fooled him wrong. She should yeah. think herself lucky. <laughs> That's true, Yeah. <laughs> So back at the house, Charlie sews up Sylvia's face, and he wants her out of the business, but she's stubborn. She doesn't want to. But Charlie says that she's going back to Vegas the very the very next day. Excuse me. So the next day, the mailman walks up uh, to Charlie's house again. Uh, actually, he's across the street at Charlie's neighbor's house, and Charlie sees a tinted car slowly uh, driving past his house, and he's kind of zoning out. Uh, as he's doing another read with Eduardo and Eduardo has brought his shirt son, his son's shirt uh, that he wanted Charlie to check out. Uh, and we find out that this is the exact same shirt from the kid in the hospital uh, with the razor blade on it. And right as this, right as he's finding out that this is the same kid, uh, the tinted car drives back around and Charlie notices it pulls out Eduardo to safety before the, car starts you know doing a drive-by shooting up the house and charlie tells tells eduardo uh that his kid doesn't have asperger's and that he thinks that the kid just has something stuck in his ear that's causing massive hearing loss and that that's what they're mistaking for asperger's and they look out the window and the mailman is dead the mailman we've seen multiple times he got shot in the crossfire so that's sad but also a very good scene in this. Like when I said it's well written, we've seen this mailman just kind of out of nowhere a couple times in this episode. And then he's the one who dies in this. So he's kind of, you know, uh, it's it, it, well written in that way. Yeah. They establish him, establish him without you even notice that he's been established. So that when exactly. he dies, you sort of notice that he's. He's not just a random guy that you've never seen before. He's And he's this definitely was the first time that made me think in the show, like, oh, wait, maybe uh, there's a bunch of other little things that I didn't notice that are going to be like this in the future of the show. So, mm. um, And Linda's like, what do we tell the police? And Charlie says, I got this. And Charlie tells the police when they get there that it was the white van uh, and the boyfriend who was after him uh, that did it. So he's framing that guy instead of getting Eduardo in trouble. Yeah. And uh, Linda is confused why Charlie told Eduardo about the hearing loss because that could have been a good scam and this could totally screw it up. And Charlie says, 
maybe it won't hurt to have a gangster on our side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Because he, he wants to get out. Uh, they're on the outs with Fonzo, obviously, after this whole Sylvia thing. So maybe it's going to be Eduardo versus Fonzo in like a gangster battle it's eventually in the show. But we go to the... Uh, all of a sudden, we go to a bed, and Linda is having sex, and she's naked. And we find out, uh, I don't know, what, like 10, 15 seconds into this, she's not having sex with Charlie. She's having sex with mm. Gina. Mm-hmm. In a, Gina's hotel what? room. And we're like, what? Wait a second. What? Do you know how I knew something was different about this sex scene and why I wasn't that surprised that it was a woman that came up? She was covering her boobs. Ah. Uh... If it's a girl and guy sex scene, the girl doesn't cover her boobs. If it's a lesbian uh, sex scene, the girl covers her boobs. I don't know uh, why. I guess I mean she was still. We still saw a lot of boob, but oh, she was yeah. grabbed. She was, was like as grabbing. As the girl was boobs, coming yeah. up, she took right. her hands off her boobs, so it wasn't just saying. full on. Yeah. Boob on boob. Yeah. Um <laughs> So the, the two of them, they they kind of discuss uh, Linda. Um, uh, dealing with Nadine and finding out how much n- money Nadine has, and uh, they kind of talk about Linda thinking about uh, scamming this lady. And Gina says, uh, "Well, I'm glad you didn't bring your husband this time." And I wrote, <laughs> "I think these two are planning something, and I think yeah. maybe this whole thing is a big plan between Linda and Gina." Uh, yeah. Yep. So go back to the house, and Charlie tells Nick that the lot. He tells Nick about the lie about the white van. He doesn't want his kid to know that their house got shut up by some gangsters, obviously. And Linda comes home, and Charlie, he's got a full, like, dossier on Nadine now. Way more information than she had. And he's only spent, what, like a day or whatever? So he's obviously way better at getting info on people than uh, Linda is. And Charlie wants to take uh, Nadine's money now. He's in on scamming her because he wants to get away from Fonzo after this whole Sylvia thing. And Linda says, what do we do about Fonzo? And Charlie says, I'm done being somebody's bitch. And they cut to credits. All in all, what did you think about this first episode, Tully? Well, it was watchable. Sort yeah. of. There were quite a lot of things that annoyed me. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not sure on the series. I can't tell about this series from this one episode. I'm gonna. There is no. There's a lot of really good stuff, and there's a lot of pretty bad stuff. Yeah, and then I don't mediocre know if the really in between. Good stuff, I don't know if the really good stuff is gonna outweigh the stuff that's not quite as good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think once if. Like we always say, two episodes and you're out. If we get to next episode, and it's I don't know, not better than this, I'm yeah, gonna or probably not say, completely awful. <laughs> it's got to be on the same level as this or better. Otherwise, it's gonna be it's gonna get kicked to the wayside. So yeah, yeah. What do you think, Fro? And um, if you yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, I I'm kind of I I I think I like this less than both of you did so <laughs> i think i definitely preferred preacher in its first episode yes i totally agree and we didn't I, really i, I thought this had a lot that. this had a lot better more complex storyline than preacher but that one maybe yep. had a little bit better action and cinematography yep. so it's yeah. hard for me to like compare the two but 
But uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm not super worried about it. But I, I will say I I right now I don't think we will continue this uh, TV show. But if you listening uh, don't agree, please tell us. Yeah. So uh, do you have anything you want to plug, Tilly? Um. There is one thing that I'd like to plug as it's coming up to Christmas. The people at the charity Crisis are asking for people to spend, it's less than £30, and you'll get somebody, a homeless person, you will give them not just a Christmas dinner, but they'll get a roof over their head for that night, they will get warm clothes, and they will get help and support of how to better themselves. I believe it's crisis.co.uk or just Google Crisis Charity. And you can donate and you can even write your own little place card for the person who you've given that meal to and that that whole experience to. I really think this time of year with how cold it gets and especially, you know, we have so much homeless. It's for the UK. We have so many homeless in the UK. If you're in other countries, Google homeless charities in your area. See if you can give them some pennies or something. Uh, Just give somebody a coat (laughs) or a hat and scarf, you know, something like that. Right. Any of those kind of things, I want people to go and look into them, even if you only give them a quid or a dollar or krona, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I, just give I them agree. one krona. Uh, uh, and yeah, if you're going to do some kind of charity, make sure to look into it first because some charities don't give money well enough. Uh, yeah. There's a good website called charitynavigator.org you can check out. So. Good looking out. Uh, look. Um, uh, I want to plug snow because it is snowing here right now. I was looking out the window and that icy rain has turned into snow. So I'm happy. Snow. Bastard. (laughs) We got rain and more rain. Uh, I hope it's four days here and I can go snowboarding in in my backyard. That's what I want. (sighs) Yeah, I'll be flying. I also want to, I also want to plug snow. I want to plug it so it quits smoke. Uh, uh, <laughs> put a big plug in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. go up in the sky with like a big uh, cork and just put it in the snow thing. But, no, just uh, go stand sh- outside and shout and make it come over here. Yeah, let's uh, let's make this uh, fifteen minutes late, uh, more later, uh, longer. <laughs> talking about the snow. We're going Please. for the distance. Uh, but uh, uh, joking aside, uh, if you want to hear anything about South Park. Hey, there's a South Park show out there that I especially like because I'm on it. It's called Sharks Pod South Park uh, Podcast. And uh, we are going to record uh, the review of the movie on Friday. I can't wait to see that uh, and do that. And uh, we are in now in season three. So... It's been some bad episodes lately, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to talk about the movie with my really good friend, uh, Wrestling Man, or maybe you other people know him by another name. Google it. Uh, (laughs) And uh, yeah, so I have that to plug. Next week, we will talk uh, news of the week. We will talk roadblock results. We will talk our five favorite and worst TV shows of 2016. 
Yes, it's one of those lists again. And uh, we will have another digital review of Rogue One Stars. Star. Oops, I can't talk. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It's hard to say for some reason. And we will talk about the second episode of Shot Eye. Uh, have I forgotten anything? Well, um, I guess just that it's kind of interesting. We're going to do five favorite and worst TV shows. Last year we did it uh, the same time, uh, but we didn't do a whole year of podcasting in 2015. This year we did, so that that should be interesting. Yeah, I agree. From the United States of America, from the UK or United Kingdom, from Norway, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.